Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Laura Vanderkam. I'm the host of the Before Breakfast podcast. I'm also the host of iHeartMedia's newest podcast, The New Corner Office. We share strategies for thriving in the new world of work. Listen to The New Corner Office on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen up, the ratings just came in for last month. We are number one. We just grabbed every key demographic. Super duper. That's nice. Way to go. Neato, gang. Yes. Boy, that is good news. Do you feel blame? Are you mad? Uh, do you feel like Woosh Bob's Rod Frannich? Get Frannich, Boosh, 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 and I'm just guessing here's some kind of medication that you maybe need a lot of and have taken none of or maybe too much of today. It is the 20th day of April 2020. Yeah, 420. That's exactly right. Good morning, everybody. My name is Chris Hockey. It's Monday morning. We've got a big, big show for you. Uh, we we let you guys vote, and you, you said yes. We will have a special edition of the initials game today. We're live in here on a Monday morning. Ben Lieber's going to be here. We're going to play the initials. It's been a long time since he got to play. He's excited. Also... I think we're all excited. Jaron Allen's going to call us today at 7.40. That's big. Uh, the weekend was quite tumultuous for a million different reasons. It's hard to have a, um, perspective when you're afraid, and I get that completely. But let this give you some perspective. I don't think of all the misery, but of the beauty that still remains. That was written by a little girl named Anne Frank. I don't think of all of the misery, but of the beauty that still remains. If she was able to do that... Oof. Good morning, everybody. Let's try to find the beauty. Let's try to be nice to each other. And let's find a laugh here and there. I got a little help for you with that. Tom Papa and Tommy Chong are your comedians today. Tommy Chong, yeah, it's 420. Good morning, everybody. If you're lucky, you'll find one person out of all the billions on the planet, the billions, you'll find one who will live with you for the rest of your life. One. And I got news for you. They don't like you that much either. But it's better than being alone. I say get married. Just find someone, hook up, and do it. Just do it. If you're dating right now, it's too much pressure. For what? For what? Right? If you're on a date right now, you come out, is everything okay? Are you happy with the seats? Are you okay? Do we park too far? Is everything If you're married, they can't say anything. If they complain, just turn to the, you wanted to go out, we're out work, right? You see dating couples in a restaurant, they're just yapping away as soon as they sit down. The waiter comes over. I'm sorry, we didn't even open it up. We didn't even, we've been talking so much. Married couples' menus right up in each other's face. I can talk to you for the rest of my life. I'm here to eat something you did not cook. If everybody was stoned, there'd be less violence in the world, maybe. Because they've done studies and they found that you can't hurt anybody if you can't find your car keys. <laughs> when you get stoned on a pot, man, you walk around the house all day with the keys in one hand. You know?
And they talk about pot being a gateway drug. It's more of a doorway drug. As soon as you walk through that doorway, you can't remember what the f*** you're looking for. What am I doing in the closet? Why am I holding my keys? That's why I keep a bong in every room of my house. And then you go, oh, a bong. Okay, I know what to do now. Yeah. Don't care. Did you go to weed college? Nah, I don't do drugs, though. Just weed. It's the Power Trip Morning Show, Monday, April 20th of 2020. 420, 2020. Paul, happy birthday. Oh, thank you, kind Corey. Of. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Big day for you. Yeah, it used to be a giant day for me. Yeah. We get high all day. and What is it now to you? That's just a regular day. Mm. I mean, it used to be a huge deal. And it's a, and, you know, whatever. It's a huge deal now to just... Todd's, but whatever. Do what you want. You want to get high today? Get high. So you used to be one of those Todd's, but oh, now yeah. you're not. I mean, I st- yeah, I still have Todd uh, qualities to me, but yeah. yeah. Uh, there's Chris. That's Paul. I'm Corey. There's Zach. Good morning. What, what are Todd Monday qualities? show today filled with Todd qualities. Yeah, what are, those? What, are, what are Can you name a few? I don't know what a uh, Todd I mean, quality yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know. You still don't care about yourself. You dress like a weirdo. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm kind of a Todd. So. Yeah, that, it sounded like you are describing yourself for yeah. a second. Yeah, yeah. Do you celebrate 420 on social media? That's a time quality. Damn it! Zach! Yep. What did I do? What'd you do? Are you on a time quality? Oh, bit. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Bit. Could I have your attention, please? It's time to tap into your tragedy. Yeah. Happy 420, Zach. Sorry. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you, Dad. Happy Way holidays. Go, Happy holidays. Brilliant. So we got over 5,000 retweets, so we're going to play initials at 8.15. Yeah, man. We asked. They replied. They, they said they did. wanted it. Yeah, it was an interesting debate all weekend, wasn't it? I mean, those who want to stick with the tradition only mm-hmm. on Fridays, those who need more. I only saw a little dissent. I saw dissent! I only saw a little bit saying, let's keep it to Fridays. Yeah, there was a uh, some dissent. Yeah, I think a lot of people are just excited that Ben Lieber gets to play. Hmm. And, you know, that's... We should at least... That's the least we can do for him when he's going to have to watch Human Centipede this week. Yeah. Good, he deserves it. He do! So he'll be here at 7. His buddy Jared Allen is going to join the show at 7.40. Yeah, that's pretty neat, man. It's kind of a big week in football, wouldn't you say? Kind of a big week. Yeah. Super excited about the yeah, draft. a lot of news on that. And one, of of my, one of my all-time favorite power trip moments. One of Chris's best lines ever. If you remember when we had Jared Allen when Sauce turned, uh, well, he was about 30, right? <laughs> yeah. So this is like seven years ago. Yeah. And we had Jared, on, had yeah. Jared Allen on the show. And Hawk had the realization that Jared Allen and Sauce were the same age. And Hawk goes, you've done nothing. You're such a failure. (laughs) And we all laughed at Sauce that Jared had made millions of dollars and was successful and accomplished, and Paul was basically worthless. Yeah. He was a 420 Todd. Yeah. With a lot of Todd qualities. Yeah, a ton of uh, Todd qualities. Seven years later? Mantra. Some things have changed. 
I don't know what those things are, but some things have changed. Here come the Tods. But we'll, t- oh, <laughs> we'll yeah. talk to Jared Allen at 7.40. Yeah, can't wait. And then uh, initials at 8.15. Mm-hmm. Initials 3.04 at 8.15. Hey, Hell yeah. Got to have that in here somewhere. Yeah, it's got to be. That's the... You're such a failure. <laughs> yeah, that was such a great bit. <sighs> I believe I laughed and said, you've done nothing. Yeah. Right after you <laughs> said yeah. you're a failure. Oh, hey, don't compare yourself to other people, though, Paul. Yeah, man, come on, man. It would be depressing if you did. That would be depressing for any of us. Yeah. Come on, was fitty. Yeah. yeah, you look great, though. Yeah, yeah, that's great. You do. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you look great. Hey, thanks. <laughs> thanks. Hey, thanks. I, I love uh, yeah. What's-Her-Face's music. Lord, thanks. thanks. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh. Did you watch The Last Dance? Um, I watched the first episode and then, uh, got like 10 minutes into the second episode and I was like, I'd rather go to bed. I'm going to bed. So I went to bed. Because the internet was captivated. The internet went crazy for it. You were underwhelmed? I just, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It wasn't like, yeah, I was, I wasn't that excited about it. I mean, I'll go back and watch it, but Mm -hmm. I, I, it was 9.15. I'm like, I'm going to go back to bed. But yeah, I mean, I had no idea about the Scottie Pippen thing, the contract. What does that? What does that mean? He signed a seven-year, was it eighteen or nineteen million dollar deal in nineteen ninety-one, and at like the height of the Bulls in ninety-six, ninety-seven, he was like the hundred twentieth most paid player in the NBA. While Michael Jordan was making like thirty-six million dollars a year, wow. and they wouldn't let him get out of that contract. And he says in the documentary that he took it to, because uh, he's like, I can't not have the money for my family. And uh, yeah, so then about, I think in the last year of this, he just basically pouted and got surgery during the season as opposed to off season. And I didn't know he started as what, like the equipment manager at his college? I didn't know that either. Scotty oh. did? Yeah. Did you watch any of it? Scotty did. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. No. You didn't? No. Oh, I'm shocked. I thought you'd watch it. Yeah, I thought you'd watch it. Some of give it a shot. I told you. If, I, it just, I don't know. Just watching 10 hours about a basketball season, I, even though it's Jordan. I don't know. I, I lived it. I, I loved watching Jordan play. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I was a senior in high school when uh, during the '98 season. I, I mean, that was my, you know, that's about peak sports loving time for me. I, but I love sports yeah. the most. I I assumed I would. I got done watching the NFL uh, Nation mock draft bit on NFL uh, Network. I'm like, I'm gonna watch it because I assumed everyone would have watched it and we'd have to talk about it. And I didn't want to be the one left behind. I'm glad you did. Because I didn't. I, I watched some of it, but uh, we watched Major League instead. Brilliant. Way better. But <laughs> so I'm just good. telling you. Uh, just, I hate to admit You're just telling you? I'm just telling you. It's... Uh, no, nine, you're right. Seven, eight more episodes of this is going to be boring. Yeah, Major know. League People or The Last it. Dance documentary. As Michael Scott once said, you got the option to watch The Devil Wears Prada again 
or Sophie's Choice. And he called it a classic difficult decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, no. Major League versus The Last Dance. Yeah, we uh we watched uh, Major League and it's it, it holds up. Uh, I I still get chills when they uh they start playing Wild Thing and, and yeah. uh, Charlie Sheen walks out. I still laugh at Bob Euchre saying, "I can't fight it. It doesn't matter. Nobody's listening anyway." Yeah. You can't see GD on the air. <laughs> Well, and speaking of Charlie Sheen, uh, Darren Ravel on Twitter, he he collects weird things, weird, you know, like one of his things is to collect um, checks that famous people have received. Hmm. Just really weird. He, you know, he, I don't know. He hangs them on the wall or something, cool. right? Yeah, so helps. he's a he's a he's a strange memorabilia collector. He has he has, and he posted it on uh, Twitter yesterday, like a Bulls scorecard that. Was Charlie Sheen's that Jordan signed and gave his address and phone number to Charlie Sheen, and he's got a picture. Wow. Charlie looks like he's twelve. No kidding. Oh he's, wow! He, you just see it right now. Yeah, he looks. I mean, you you can barely tell it's Charlie Sheen because he's so young, but it's not. It's like you know, mid to late eighties Charlie Sheen. It's probably close to Major League era Charlie Sheen, based on. If Jordan's playing with the Bulls, it has to be 84. 86. All right, so what did Major League come out? 87? Something like that, yeah. 89. 89? 89? Yeah. Still. Doesn't even look like the same kid, though. No. He looks looks like an adolescent. Yeah, he looks like a teenager. Yeah. Little did we know that he would have tiger blood. Yeah, he did. And and have a harem of gals and just, you know. How is Charlie Sheen not involved in Tiger King at all? I don't know. Can't you imagine... I can't believe Shaq was in Tiger King, but Charlie Sheen was not. How did he not just show up at the ranch? Ranch? Yeah. Yeah. Would it have shocked any of us if Charlie Sheen had a loft above one of the cages? No. No. And he was just crashing there for yeah. three months at a time. <laughs> yeah. Even a little or bit. Just, no. He'd just wander around in the background. He'd go, oh, you mean Charlie? Yeah, he just hangs out. Yeah. 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 Charlie pops his head out when Saf's arm gets ripped off yeah. just to... Smoke a blunt. <laughs> yeah, but he's the, Go back to bed. Uh, he's the, the guy on the couch. Guy. Yeah. Renee Russo, man, she looked great in that film. Yeah. She really did. Wesley Snipes was great. What movie did she get naked in? She gets naked in that. Don't you see her slabs it, in there? No, I think no. it was Thomas but Crown maybe, Affair. Maybe, but I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, that sounds Thomas right. Thomas Crown Affair? Yeah, that yeah, sounds I think right. that does right. sound right, yeah. yeah. April 7th, 1989. I hadn't even graduated high school yet. It was almost there. It was almost there. Mm. Um, the budget was $11 million. The box office take was $49.8 million. Um, watching it last night, uh, the guy who played uh, kind of the bad guy, the really good uh, batter for the mm-hmm. uh, New York Yankees, looks just like Steve Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. You're shaking your head behind me. You see the same thing, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, I, again, I still think that I would love to know if there are any outtakes of Bob Euchre. There have to be. Man, that's just, yeah. he's hilarious. Yeah. Hey, back to Hutch. Yeah. You know, that's part of the intimidation factor with Hutch. Hutch is a good-looking dude, but he does have one of those a-hole faces, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, very few people that look like Hutch are nice, right? Oh, yeah, and, right? And he's a good dude. He is, right? You know him better than I do. Way, way, way better than I do. I've met him like three times. You've met him a lot of times. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a good dude. Very good guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he looks like he hates everything and everybody that's ever existed. Yeah. He's got one of those faces. He has the resting bitch face, whatever that's called for uh, a dude. He's got that. And it's it's the way that his face is constructed, right? The, the just like the uh, this that scowl is almost permanent. Yeah. 
I know. But he's a nice guy. He's the greatest yeah, guy, but he, he is, does yeah. scare the hell out of you. I mean, uh, intimidating. Just if you're looking at him across the room and you look at him, you're like, I don't think I want to go say hi to him. His dog must have been run over. Right. <laughs> and if I ask him, if I, or if I tell him I'm concerned about his dog, he may say, I hate dogs and then rip <laughs> yeah. your face. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Right. He's what do got you know that about face. My dog? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You don't want to cross him. Ever. No, I don't want to cross yeah. him. That's right. He's great, though. There'll be no crossing. I, I would have bet a lot of money, and I didn't see it on Twitter last night. I would have bet a lot of money that you watched both episodes and loved both episodes. I would have no. said the same about you that you watched yeah, at least I, part of one same. of them. I so I I'm I'm sitting there. I go, well, I'm gonna have to watch this. I we're gonna talk about it tomorrow. And then as I started going on about it, and I could tell in your face you didn't watch it. I'm like, no, man. Well, then I'm not gonna watch it. I I mean, for a lot of people, it's. You know, it's nostalgia, whatever. I just, it was boring. I mean, the shoes are sweet, but other than that, I don't really care. <laughs> I didn't play basketball as a kid. Like, the, it, I loved Michael Jordan, but I wasn't, like, enthralled with it. Yeah, I mean, I was always a Barkley guy, but Jordan is clearly just How yeah, about that story next that came level. Out over the weekend? Barkley hasn't talked to him in years. Oh, really? Yeah, yep. No yeah, kidding. about what? I don't know. I didn't. It was. Uh, I'll. I'll find the story. But he, yeah, he said, "I'd love to be friends with Jordan again, but I haven't talked to him in years." Some kind of a falling out. I yeah, I'll find it. Listen to this. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm a little fixated on Major League. Yeah, it's um, a great film. What do you think? Uh, it's uh, rating on Rotten Maters is right now. Rotten Maters. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we called uh, them when I was a kid. We called yeah. them Maters. I don't know. Yeah. Shocking. I'm gonna I know. say. <laughs> 42. 35. Zach's dead. Uh, 83%. <laughs> oh, wow. 83%. I yeah, man. They were hard on a comedy and, and didn't give it enough credit. 83 is good. Yeah, wow. check this out. For a comedy. Uh, Charlie uh, Sheen was a pitcher himself in high school for his baseball team. His own fastball topped out at 85 miles per hour, which is freaking fast. That's, good. That's really good. Uh, said he did steroids for two months getting ready for his film. Terrific. I, I've been doing that for the radio show. Yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, thank you. It shows. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're back. about your muscle. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Danko. Um, I don't know. It's a good film. If you hey. haven't seen it in a long time, you should watch it. You've said publicly for years you wish you could do steroids. I certainly would. If they, uh, Sauce, you know a guy? Yeah, probably. You yeah. keep telling me that, but you don't give yeah, me none. You've been saying that for years. Yeah. Just get him some steroids. Give me some roids, man. Right, look I'm at me over here. I'm falling if apart in this bitch. Yeah, I yeah. like the way you look, though. Well, thank you. Text your guy now. Drug dealers are up at 5.52. No, drug dealers don't get up till about noon. What? Well, they may still be awake, right? It's 4.20. This is their day. Oh, man, today's yeah. the day, bitch. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> Let me, I'll put this that is the Daytona 500. They're going to be up 24 hours straight. I'm going to be colossal. Although, if you call a drug dealer for steroids on 420, is that asking yeah. for, like, Thanksgiving turkey yeah. on Christmas morning? Uh, great yeah. point, yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, I need a, uh, a, just an absolute ass ton of steroids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Today? Of all days? You can't call me at 419? Did you, by the way, um, the guy, you remember... Uh, the television show where the guy has honk if you like porn. Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. That Tim guy. Robinson's. That, uh, <laughs> I think you should just leave. Yeah. Did you see his bit he did uh, with the protesters? No. So it was a. He, he, I don't know how he did it, but 
on his Twitter account or something, or where did he do this? I saw it on the news this morning. Oh. I was scrolling through things, and it had like a female uh, protester saying, "I can't even get my hair colored. It won't mm. open it down." And then it had a dude being like, uh, "I can't get uh, stuff from my garden. Are you kidding me, anywhere? And then he pops up and he goes, "When am I supposed to buy my Halloween candy? <laughs> 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 this is when I buy my Halloween candy." It's very funny. Yeah, I love that guy. That guy yeah. makes me laugh. He's funny. He looks nuts. Yeah, yeah I love him. He's funny. <laughs> he looks. Yeah, he he does. He looks crazy. He's another one of those guys like Mulaney. Everybody in the comedy uh, community loves him. Right. But his run on SNL was unbelievably short. He was on SNL. Oh yeah, he yeah, was. I did not know that. I think it was a year or two at the most. It just didn't work. Wow. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But, yeah, you nailed it. When that show uh, on Netflix, Tim Robinson's show on Netflix, hits... It's a it's some of the hardest moments oh, that I've my. laughed in the last three or four years. And again, the 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 honk if you love porn thing. <laughs> yeah. Just well, and, and, and again, that, the other guy, I, think I always say this, but the other guy in that video is Connor O'Malley, who's been a writer for Seth Meyers for years. He's the strangest follow on Twitter, but that guy is a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> the the whole bit of that that bit. What makes the payoff of that bit is so perfectly set up that at the very end, when all the guy says is, "You somebody like that has to have videos and magazines in the back," and then he finally opens it <laughs> and, opens he the trunk, and he does, and, it's and he's brilliant. like, "I don't have any porn, man." Yeah, it's brilliant. He opens yeah. the trunk and it's just full of porn. <laughs> and then, of course, Connor O'Malley's like, "What else you got? I've already seen these." Yeah, <laughs> he's familiar with every magazine. Yeah, it's in the brilliant. Back. It's so good. Oh God! He's so pissed. He's so. Oh, <laughs> he just keeps waving at him. Ah, it's such a good bit. All right, nonsense. Ninety-nine percent of people have no idea what we're talking about. No, that's about. okay. Uh, it's on Netflix. It's absolute nonsense. It uh, front page sports when the Power Trip Morning Show returns after this on the fan. Monday morning on the Power Trip Morning Show at 5.59. Thank you so much for tuning in. Not only are we playing the initials game today, a special edition, and Ben Lieber will be here to play it with us. We're going to have Jared Allen calling us today at 7.40. Ben had spent some time with Jared on Friday on his Instagram. I'm like, hey, he should come on our show. And so he is. So that should be fun. I haven't talked to Jared Allen in years. Corey Cove meets us, Paul Lambert, myself, Zach Calverson. We're here. It is 420, so, you know, poke it up, I guess. No, why not? Wait, is it legal? Not here yet. Oh, well, wherever you're listening, if it's legal, go ahead and poke it up. I don't think anybody really cares anymore, yeah, though. I, hope I not. think they're going to do it anyway. Hey, so, uh, Sports Center this week's been doing this thing called The Call. Yeah. They're breaking down 
when NFL draft picks get the call from their team, right? Hello. Hey, this is so and so, and we're going to make you a Minnesota Viking, right? Both. Oh, hey, it's just they're just highlighting the moment, yeah. that the dream is realized. Okay, cool. I had never heard of the Muhammad Sanu bit. Do you know what I'm talking about, I Sauce? Have know. you seen this? I, I haven't. I saw it earlier, but not. I didn't have the sound on. So, in 2012, when Ms., uh, Muhammad Sanu, wide receiver, got drafted. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals were on the uh, on the clock in the first round, twenty seventh pick overall, right? And Muhammad Sanu's got a giant draft party. He's he's not at the draft; he's at his home, but he's just surrounded by friends and family. His living room looks like it's absolutely packed. He gets the call. It's the Bengals who are on the clock, and they say we're going to make you a Cincinnati Bengal. He says thanks. He hangs up. Place goes ballistic. So. As they tend to do, he gets to then stand up and watch his name get called on ESPN, and everybody's filming it, right? With the 27th pick in the first round of the 2012 NFL Draft, the Cincinnati Bengals select Kevin Zeitler, guard, Wisconsin. Whoa. Prank phone call. Are you kidding me? Somebody got his number, knew the Bengals were on the clock, and trolled the F out wow. of Muhammad Zanu. Oh my God! Wow, that's and, and the terrible. Look, the look on his face and the look on everybody else's face in the party is like, "What just happened? That's the wrong name. What? Craziest thing again. That was the twenty seventh pick. He was drafted by the Bengals, eighty third overall. So the Bengals picked him. He joked on SportsCenter, wow. "I'm the only person that's ever been drafted by the same team twice." Wow. Whoa. He got prank uh, yeah. phone called. That's terrible. On the oh, day that yeah. he was drafted. Oh, my gosh. So he had, I think he had to wait another day, right? Or so. I don't remember in 2012. Was it rounds one and two were the same at that point? I forget when they switched. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, yeah, yeah I, know I what think you're so. Way, I think the draft uh, was on Thursday. Then. I don't remember Holy how that worked moly, in 2012. Man. But, uh, and I, you probably 83rd. don't know this, but I wonder, does he know who did it? I wonder if he ever found out don't who know. did it. Oh, my goodness. How man. about this for absolute? We can actually start. Let's start front page sports oh, with this, too. In terms of absolute ineptitude. Okay. Uh, front Page Sports is brought to you by your friends at Ryan Pasiga Criminal Defense. Front Page Sports, presented by Ryan Pasiga Criminal Defense. See? So then, Saints star Cameron Jordan. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Told the story as well. He gets drafted by the Saints. I believe even hops on the flight, goes down to New Orleans. He's like meeting with his coaches, and he gets a phone call. And he says, and, and the guy on the phone says, we're going to draft you. We're going to make you a Cleveland Brown. And Cameron Jordan's in New Orleans going, <laughs> what? what? Yeah. I've already been drafted. The Browns are so goddamn dumb. They were trying to draft Jordan Cameron. Oh. Who's it, what, a wide receiver or oh, tight end? Oh, my gosh. And and Cameron Jordan's like, no, that's that's not me. I'm Cameron Jordan. And the guy on the phone was like, oh, never mind then. My bad. Oh, it's like, huh. Of course it's the Cleveland Browns. They oh called the gosh. wrong guy t- trying to tell him, we're going to pick you. And I'm already in New Orleans, you jackass. Oh Jordan gosh. Cameron was drafted in the fourth round. Right. Cameron Jordan is not going to be available in the fourth <laughs> round. Oh, boy. <laughs> by the way, to answer your earlier question about Muhammad Sanu, uh, it was separate days. And Ooh. actually, by the end of the first day, the way he got pranked, mm-hmm. uh, the Bengals called him to console him, even though they, it wasn't their fault. They uh, called him and said, hey, sorry about that. That sucks, whatever. And then uh, when the third round started, uh, they called, when they actually called him to actually draft him, they, they said, uh, hey, Mo, it's 
James Urban, you want to be a Bengal this time for real? That's a good line. <laughs> wow. Um, Man, what heartbreak. Guess who Christ. Jordan Cameron is dating? An absolute smoke show? Tiger Woods' ex-wife. Oh, no kidding. Norton? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know that name. Yeah. Wait, uh, Jordan Cameron or Cameron Jordan? Jordan Cameron is dating Tiger's ex-wife. Hmm. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, uh, as we get started here... How do we feel now in 2020 about releasing Wonderlick scores? Seems to be a heated online debate. Because they leak out every year, right? They're not supposed to come out, but they yeah. do every single year. ProFootballTalk.com basically says, we're not doing it anymore. It's not fair to the players because we can't even technically verify if these are right. I think they have a couple of examples of players' scores that have come out that were en- that ended up being wrong. Right, but then the public perception is, oh, that person had a really bad score. Do you guys think it's wrong morally to release Wonderlick scores? How do you feel about that? Well, I saw over the weekend. Or does it really matter? I saw over the weekend that there were people saying who have would have knowledge, like some verified accounts that are like, the problem with all this leaking is you guys don't realize how little the people who are taking this test take it serious. So it's like me and the IQ test. Like it's, uh, I don't care. Here, just four, 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 four. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So it's stuff like that. Like they in the big picture, they're like, eh, whatever. I don't care. Why, why aren't we just at the point now where if you're Tua, you just say, I, I don't care about the Wonderlick. Yeah, right. Don't, don't draft me then. Wouldn't it just simply take a big group of players to say, we're done doing the Wonderlick yeah. test? I'm not taking it. Yeah. I'm well, gonna, you yeah. have to. Yeah. No, I don't. And don't all, draft me then. It always leaks around this time because one team is hoping that Miami looks like it was. What? That score? We're not right. taking him. Uh, 12 minutes, 50 questions. The only perfect score ever was in 1975. I think I can report this morally. Probably. Perfect score. Yeah. Something called Pat McKinley. The punter? Yeah. Yeah. Fifth rounder. Uh, he was a Bengals punter. Got a perfect score. Do you guys know the highest quarterback ever? Not in terms of uh, weed, even though it's 420. <laughs> highest score on the Wonderlick ever. It's guessable. Was it Joey Harrington? No. No. Oh, yeah, it's Fitzpatrick. Right, because he went to Harvard. He got a 48, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. 48. So (laughs) the scores are leaking out, and they they even mentioned Hall of Fame quarterbacks, Jim Kelly and Dan Marino, both had 15s. Yeah. That's not good. Right, Donovan McNabb had a 14. NFL MVP, Lamar Jackson, a 13. So it doesn't mean you're going to have a bad career no. if you have a bad Wonderlick score. Or vice versa. Correct. Hmm. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, again, Fitzpatrick's made a lot of money and he's had a lot of big numbers, but it's not like he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He's fun to watch. I enjoy knowing the scores more if they've been leaked. Um, So I think we just keep it as it is. And keep going? Yeah. I mean, honestly... I like knowing a secret. I, I don't... I don't know. I I don't. Uh... No, I'm kidding. I I don't think you should. 
I don't really care either way. Yeah, I'm indifferent. Like, I don't think there's a... This isn't like a black and white thing. Where you can never release those scores. Yeah. <laughs> well, a whole bunch of people know the scores. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's uh, part of the deal, right? I don't know. I don't care. Well, it's part of the... Sto- to me, it's part of the story. Yeah. yeah. Like, if your score is bad, but then you end up having a badass career, it's just another uh, argument towards it not mattering. Right. And then you could say, well, if it doesn't matter, then why even report it? I don't know. It's a weird little twisted tale. Who cares? I, I am interested to know. I can't help myself. But it doesn't matter. You're right. Yeah. Uh, it is draft week. The Vikings have the 22nd pick on Thursday and the 25th pick on Thursday as well. Here we go. Any any new rumors, Saucy? Well, there, Adam Schefter just tweeted that the 49ers are fielding calls on both their first picks at 13 and 31. And I think a lot of us have been saying that for a long time, that pick 13 is obviously for sale because the 49ers don't have a second, third, fourth, or fourth-round pick. Uh, the Lions are looking to move back from three people are reporting. There's a guy at Bleacher Report last night that reported that uh, the Odell Beckham Jr. trade is not dead, that they don't want him there, and this leaked on purpose. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of great stuff. Leonard Fournette looks to be on the move. There's a lot of good uh And Jeremy Fowler, who was... I think he used to work was he at the Star Tribune, I think. He tweeted that the Vikings are one of two teams also looking to move back in the first round. Hmm. With one of the picks, probably. I would assume 25. Yeah. Hmm. I guess my question is, if we're going up, what are we going up for? I think an offensive tackle. Or maybe the one corner. I don't think they're going up for... The wide receiver. I think they're so gun shy in taking a first round first round wide receiver. And now that this story's come out that the 49ers are now on you know, officially are looking to move thirteen and thirty one, allegedly, through Adam Schefter, I think thirteen's the place to go. So your guy Nordo, I've heard you guys talk a lot uh, of draft the last couple of weeks. He knows ten times more about sports than me, and he's probably gonna be right about sports nine times out of ten if him and I get into an argument. But here's one thing that I uh, that he keeps saying that I disagree on. He keeps bringing up the uh, the last four or five years of first round draft picks and the percentage of them that have been um, underwhelming or disappointing, right? As in wide receivers, right? That's what I said, yeah, yeah wide receivers. Well, I, I didn't hear that part. Sorry. Uh, that that also though just comes back to scouting. So saying like you don't get good value in the first round with a wide receiver is true if you scout poorly, right? But the Lions got ripped for keep you know Mike Williams, Charles Rogers, Calvin Johnson. But you got Calvin Johnson out of it. So it's not like you, you can't take a wide receiver. And if you think Jerry Judy or C.D. Lamb is a game changer, if your scouting department's like, this guy's off the charts good. He is a can't miss. Well, then, yeah, you take him. You don't say, well, we can't trade up to 13 for a, a wide receiver. It's the first round. They don't turn out very often. Again, that, think of all the, some of the greatest receivers ever, of course, our first rounders. Yeah, you just have to you have to trust your scouts. When it comes down to it, it's all 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 draft is is scouting. If you out scout everybody else and have a better grip on reality, you're going to draft better, right? So, sh- should they take a wide receiver at twenty two or twenty five? Well, n- not if it's a Laquan Treadwell thing and you truly don't think that's your guy. If it just falls to you and you're like, man, if you panic and, and draft for need, if you think one of these guys is the real deal, go get him. Yeah, we need one. I think the problem the Vikings are going to face, and we'll have plenty more of uh, of this all throughout the week. Nordo and I are on six thirty to eight tonight. But what? I think a lot of these offensive linemen are going to be. Ta- I think four, five offensive linemen are going to be taken in the top fifteen. Hmm. 
Uh, over the weekend, kind of fun, uh, Joe Buck was offered $1 million <laughs> to do play-by-play of a sex cam show. Yeah. Was it Pornhub who did it? Was I, it Pornhub yeah, that offered it? I think so, yeah. He so far has turned it down. Yeah, so far. What a great bit! Yeah, and his his Can you uh, imagine his rebuttal was brilliant. Pretty good. He's like, I think they have a lot of my money anyway, but I'm hold yeah, out he's, for a he's, better he's, offer. Right? He said, depending on what site it is, yeah, I would just be getting my own money back. <laughs> yeah, he's br- yeah, he's growing up. I've said it forever. I, I'm a Joe Buck is the best. So <laughs> people funny. people don't like him, but I don't I don't quite get that. I don't know. I think he's awesome, but. He seems pretty self-aware. Every time I've heard him on with Stern, too, he seems pretty self-aware. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. People hold a grudge for the uh, Randy Moss thing. Yeah. You know, obviously, so. Which is so weird. That, that, that was just his live reaction. Yeah, I don't know. It's right. not like he had that reaction four days later and was a terribly bad, lame take four days after. He's calling a live game, and he just thought that was a little rude at the time. I don't know. Do you he guys hold disgusted. a grudge over that stuff? I don't. Nah, I don't care. No, yeah, I don't care either. Don't. I wasn't disgusted. I wasn't at the time, and I definitely am not now. Yeah. All right, Ben Lieber, 45 minutes from now. Initials, two hours from now. Bonus initials, because you guys retweeted that it, tweet enough. Is it Friday? It no, is it is not. not. It's Monday. It is Monday. Okay. It's special. Sweet. It's super for fun. special. That's awesome. Um, the Kickstarter campaign's almost over, so I figured why not right. do one more? Yeah, it's only five days what's, left. What's the Kickstarter for? Uh, the initials board game. Ooh. Yeah, it ends at like 5.30 in the morning on Sunday. Ooh. Ooh. Greasy. Ooh. Or home stretch. Home stretch. Um, so on Friday, after you guys were gone, I had an opportunity to uh, interview Michael Bland, who's the drummer of Soul Asylum, former drummer of the new power generation with a man named Prince, one of the great musicians in the uh, history of the Twin Cities, and one of the great drummers of his generation. Can I play you a couple of bits from when we come sure. back about Prince himself? Yeah. Interesting sure. stuff about Prince's vault. And about the vault? Yeah, the, the vault where all the stuff is. Sure. Cool, good. Her images and idols will be broken and destroyed. Will be broken and destroyed. Yeah. In Babylon, good morning, everybody. Patrick Morgan, thanks for tuning in. We are live in studio. It's Monday, April 20th. At 6.18, huge show today. Of course, the regular bozos are here, but we, we also have uh, Ben Lieber coming in. AJ's coming in, too, of course. AJ's coming in. A battle That's right. We're going to play the initials game today. Again, it's a special edition. Just for fun. Ben Lieber will be here, and Jared Allen's going to call the Power Trip Morning Show just to say hi and talk to us about football and stuff. And that'll be at 7.40. That'll be sweet. I can't wait. This is a, a, a brand new record from Soul Asylum. This came out last Friday. This song is called If I Told You. And uh, it's, boy, this one, this is a heave cry song, boy. Oof. Love this tune. They still got it. Soul Asylum does. The drummer and one of the members, one of the owners of Soul Asylum is a guy named Michael Bland, Corey. Hmm. Now, Michael Bland, one of the great drummers of his generation. Um... For a million reasons, you'd probably know that name or recognize it. I would say probably the uh, um, the one reason that, that comes to mind is that he, of course, was the drummer for the new power generation. That era of Prince. With songs like this. Where's it at? Come on now. It's got to be in this. I know it's a dirty song, but I love this song so much here. Oh, yeah. 
Oh. Mm. That's Michael Bland playing drums right there. This song's so filthy. Oh, this song rips. <clears throat> anyway, so um, um, I've known Michael for a while. I've been lucky enough to know him for a while. And uh, they had the, the new Soul Asylum record came out on Friday. So jumped on the phone with him uh, for just a little bit and asked him uh, a bunch of questions. The entire interview is available right now uh, on KFN.com. I believe on the uh, the podcast, the Power Trip podcast page. It's under a hot cast kind of thing. But you can listen to the whole thing. And we talk about a million things. How good is Shaka Khan live? Because he played drums for Shaka Khan for a while. Um, but we talked a lot about Prince, as you can well imagine. And you've heard so much about the vault, the Prince vault, where all the extra music is. Michael played for Prince for a long time. I asked him, uh, how much of that uh, unreleased stuff are you on, Michael? My tenure was for seven years. Yeah. So that's a lot of recording, I'll say. Uh, and the thing is, is people always want to know what's in there. Every once in a while, I talk to the engineers. And um, one time, I went down and looked in the vault. They went to put some tapes in there. Hmm. I said, can I come with us? Sure. So we got in the elevator and went down, and they, they rolled the... Uh, the tumblers on the lock and opened the door and I didn't walk in but I did peek inside and it was just real with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case I pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rows and rows of like, you know, like office shelving. It was just rows and rows of tapes and a couple of reels of film, like in a corner. Apparently, he, he tried making a movie before Purple Rain. Wow. And it was just sitting in a cardboard box on the floor near the doorway. I asked, uh, oh, what's all really in here? And I think the, the engineer was Ray Hanfeld. And he said, there's a lot of early versions of songs that he went back and re-recorded hmm. when he figured out you know, how he wanted to present the material. Just like he would try a song, and he didn't like how it turned out, and he might try it again a few months later, or a, a couple of days later. There's a lot of that in, in those like, early versions of Little Red Corvette. Wow. Like any, a lot of songs that you already know, there are, are versions that predate the ones that actually got released. Hmm. Lots of stuff down in there. And of course, uh, we talked about Soul Asylum, we talked about this, that, and the other, but um, continuing with the uh, the Prince thing for just a moment, um, Sonny Thompson, one of the great uh, bass slash guitar players, one of the great musicians of Twin Cities legend, still with us, still a great player. Uh, they played together not only in the New Power Generation, Sonny Thompson and Michael Bland, but they also played together in Nick Jonas and the Administration, right? So we got into that a little bit, and he talked about Sonny and Prince and their relationship, and uh, it, you know, got, it got a little emotional towards the end, talking about Prince and the last time he saw him. Uh, Sonny grew up with Prince. Sonny, uh, you could say, was Prince's mentor. And um, they had uh, an uncommon bond, and um, they were really great friends. Like, when Prince was trying to earn money to fly out to Los Angeles to have, like, record company meetings and so on and so forth, Sonny hired him to play guitar in his band <laughs> to earn money, to go. You know, like, those, those two people were, 
They just they're childhood friends, and up until the the very last time they saw each other, I remember uh, Prince Ed Bumpus. He was in the at, at his table in the back corner, and I heard Sonny tell Prince. He said, "Hey man, no matter what, I love you for all time, man." Mm-hmm. And Prince said, "I love you too, Sonny," and he headed out through the kitchen and out the back door. That was, I mean, I wish I had that kind of closure with Prince that Sonny managed to get at that last moment. Hmm. Um, so many things I wanted to say to him. Hmm. So there you go. Hmm. If you want to hear that entire interview, uh, and again, it's it's way more than just talking about Prince, but I could have talked to Michael for three hours. But it's about an hour long, and it's on the uh, Power nice. Trip page and all the, uh, the podcast channels right now. Good but, for man, you. Uh, you know, cool. I mean, Michael's been a, a member of, of, you know, well, I guess you could call it the house band, sort of, at uh, Bunkers Forever. You know, with Tommy Barbarella and, and all these just great musicians, and, and uh, one of the things I'd always heard was that you know Prince would just kind of come in and, and and watch that band play, and, and he'd just be sitting over in the corner by himself. Pretty crazy. That'd be trippy to see. Yeah, it. That would be, yeah. Doctor Mambo's it, combo, that, man. Is it? Is that Prince? Yeah, right. So you mentioned that uh, Soul Asylum had an album come out on Friday. That is correct. So did Fiona Apple. What? I haven't heard. One second of it yet. Oh, I, thought, oh, I, I thought I played it for yeah, you. Yeah, I? I played it. Yeah, you have it. I think she sounds great. Yeah, Maybe top I, four. I, as I said on Friday, I think she's smoking too much. Thank you. But, yeah. well, do you have any updates for us? I do. Oh. Are you familiar with uh, the publication <laughs> Pitchfork? Um, no, but I, I, I know oh. the instrument. It's, what? Oh, got it. Pitchfork has according to uh, uh let's see here um pitchfork is a uh, very tough to get a good score from hmm. in general uh, another publication tone deaf says only 11 albums ever have received a perfect 10 from pitchfork wow fiona apple's album that came out on friday fetch the bolt cu- uh, bolt cutters fetch the bolt cutters first perfect score since 2010 with Kanye West. Holy moly. Wow. First perfect score in a decade. Wait, Kanye West? Yep. Mm. All right, well, uh, what's the name of the record again? Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Uh, they go on to say, and you can play that throat music again in a second, because Fetch the Bolt Cutters seems to almost completely turn the volume down on music history while it cranks up raw, real-life Hand claps, chants, and other makeshift percussion in harmony with space, echoes, whispers, screams, breathing, jokes, so-called mistakes, and dog barks. What? What is happening? It's right here. There it is. There's Beavis in the background. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Lucy. Yeah. This is super different. Yeah. Well, I kind of like What's this song. Called? Yeah. What's the song called? The album's called Fetch the Bolt Cutters. This song's called? <laughs> it's called Me. How do you spell that? I can't... How oh. am I supposed to request that? Oh, yucky. This is super weird. It definitely has turned yeah. down the volume on music history, and I would prefer, prefer if you turn the volume down right now. Don't know. Again, I love Fiona Apple in the yeah. 90s, the decade, not the nightclub, but. I have no idea. I wonder what she sounds like at 42 years old. No, but we're about to find out. Yeah, I'm, we got I'm searching. Gotta, we yeah. don't have any in the entire score. system. So I, I'm, I'm trying to find it for y'all. I want to know what the other albums are. If there's only 11 perfect scores in the history of Pitchfork, I wonder what the hell they are. 
Hmm. This uh, article doesn't say. It just says there's 11. Wow. Yeah, well, all right. I found some audio, but I, I, I can't uh, just play it on the radio without making sure there aren't a bunch right. of F-words. You've heard her do uh, Across the Universe, correct? I've got it, correct. God dang, is that song amazing? Is it? Uh, Never heard her do it? I don't think so. Oh, it's awesome. Go ahead, uh, Saucy. Hold on. It's some, I just, oh, here it is. Uh, there are 10... Uh, is this it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 rated albums. Uh, it's nothing we've ever... I mean, like the Flaming Lips, Bob Dylan, Bootleg Series... Fiona Apple, of course, Kanye West, Radiohead's two albums, OK Computer and Kid A, Mm -hmm. Walt Mink, L Production from 1996, Wilco's Yankee Hotel Foxtrot from 2002. Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, those are it. Hmm. I'll give it a listen. I'll I'll, uh, I'll find out whether or not we can play it without getting thrown out the radio. Did you like her the first time? In 1996 or 7 or whatever uh, yeah, this I came like out. I like the song, sure. It literally is the only song I know of her, though. That's more on me than on her, I'm sure. Yeah. She only had a handful of hits, though. Yeah. This is a great tune, though. I want to know what, like... Love is? Yeah, <laughs> great point. But, like, oh, yeah. screaming and barking... <laughs> what? And breathing? What is this? Screaming and barking and breathing is a pretty standard Sunday night in Sauce's apartment. Yep. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> the car won't start again. <laughs> it's electric. <laughs> Men could be more prone to suffer longer, more dangerous cases of the coronavirus because we have testicles. I'm so tired oh, of being. Man. It's, tar- it's hard to be yeah, a guy. Come on. It's hard to be a guy. Corner. It's, out, it's hard out here for a pimp. A, a new study from Mad Ricks Ricks. It sounds like I, something from. It sounds like something from that TV show. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, a journal that publishes non-peer-reviewed research, so, you know, trustworthy probably, I'm sure, but uh, shows there's a possible gender disparity in recovery times for COVID uh, due to your balls. Yeah, and that's why we get paid more. I know. We have to recover, put up right. with this garbage. Right, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, our you want to live longer or get yeah. paid more? Our testicles are a burden. Yeah. Poor John Creasel. Oh, how, no. How much sauce to have yours removed? My testicles sure. were removed? You just said they're a burden. You don't need them. No, I was just going along with the bit. Um, no, I need mine. I like it. I, I don't know. Mine are cool. I don't need mine. You can have them. What? Well, yeah. Come on. They, they're more trouble than they're worth. <laughs> That's sad. $20,000 to remove them. Paul. twenty k. No. 30 All right, I'll do thirty, but I, you got to let me go to the ATM. <laughs> Wait, you're going to pay to get your testicles <laughs> removed? Is that what we're talking about? No. Oh, you right. for thirty k. No. After taxes. 50K? No. $100,000. A hundred? A hundred. Cash? After, yeah, after taxes. No way, dude. $100,000 straight cash. No, because the... Ah, uh, no. No. I No, I like my testicles. You just said they were a burden. No, but I was just going with the bit of, like, the story and how our testicles are... Causing Corona. That's not what he said. That's not at all what I said. Although, do you know something I don't know? (laughs) I'm just saying. I thought somebody ate a bat. (laughs) (laughs) Was I wrong? (laughs) I like my testes. (laughs) (laughs) Darn it! I'm glad to hear you say that. Thank you. you. Research indicates this is because the virus attaches itself to a protein that occurs in large quantities in your testes. Hmm, I wonder what that is. Because uh, testes are more. 
cut off from the immune system, men are likely to deal with harsher cases of the disease. We're going to find out this was not a bat from a wet market. This was just some woman that just hates us. Yeah. Yeah. I know their weakness. (laughs) That giant... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pile Uh. of protein. And I can attack it. Sauce will say it's a burden. I was just going with the bit. I don't want mine... Speaking of bolt cutters, is that how they're taken off? I mean, if you prefer. Sure. I don't know, man. Do you have Sports Center on right now? Yeah. Look up. This is the Muhammad Zanu right, right Should here. Should I turn it on? No, just right here. Like, look at his reaction. Here's where the wrong name goes. <laughs> Every, uh, everybody turns what? around and looks at what him like, what just thing. happened? Boy, oh, boy. And then he goes straight to his phone like, why That's wasn't so I just dressed? so mean. So again, if you don't know what we're talking about, we talked about it earlier, but Corey was telling, uh, telling the story about he got prank called. Somebody called and said they were the Cleveland Browns and the they were going to take yeah. the, I'm sorry, Cincinnati Bengals and they were going to take them in 2012. And then the Bengals, when their pick came up on TV, took somebody else. And he's like, yeah. what? So they drafted him in the third round. <laughs> pick 27 was a guard from Wisconsin. But uh, somebody got a hold of his number uh, and called him claiming they were the Bengals. Say, we're going to make you a Cincinnati Bengal. Congratulations. That does sound like an X thing to do, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Here's what maybe. I want you to do. I mean, Chop off your balls right. and call Muhammad Sanu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get your burdened testicles out of my face and call Muhammad <laughs> Sanu. Can I, can I choose which one to do? Why do I have to do both? You'll do what I tell you. Okay. Do them in this order. Just crazy. Yeah, they're terrible. Just terrible. Muhammad Sanu, uh, you're being drafted 28th <laughs> overall. All right, so our goal is to get Fiona Apple audio that we can play because yeah, we got to see if I'm it's gonna good. I'm going to check it out when we come back. And back. If, uh, if somebody out there bought it and listened to it over the weekend and liked it, at Power Trip Cafe, and let us know if it's worth listening to. Perfect score on Pitchfork. Sweet. What really matters is next. Ben Lieber, 30 minutes from now. This is the Power Trip Morning Show on The Fan. Take away this ball and The Fan. Title track from Fetch the Bolt Cutters. I've been thinking about when I was trying to be your friend. I thought it was then, but it wasn't. It wasn't genuine. I was just so furious, but I couldn't show you because I know you and I know what you can do. And I don't want to war with you. I won't afford it. You get sore even when you win. You maim when you're on offense, but you kill when you're on defense, and you've got them all convinced that you're the means and the end. All the VIPs and PYTs and wannabes, afraid not being your friend. And I've always been too smart for that, but you know what? My heart was not. I took it like a kid, you see. The cool kids voted to get rid of me. I'm ashamed of what it did to me, but I let get done. It stole my fun. It stole my fun. That's the bolt cutters. I've been in here too long. Again, uh, this is Fiona Apple. The uh, title track from her new record, Fetch the Bolt Cutters, which got a perfect score. Hmm. Uh, I've listened to two tracks now. It's interesting. That was her cat meowing. (laughs) It really was. Yeah. Yeah, so Fiona Apple... Made a lot of artistic choices, of course, in this album. But one of them is uh, she hired Michael Winslow from Police Academy <laughs> yeah. to do backup vocals. 
This is a little less cat, Michael. That's not horrible. No, I like it actually. I downloaded it just now. It's it's different. It's quirky. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, it's not horrible. So it's what she always was. I think I can make you laugh though. There's a um a comment on the record, you know, and. uh Now check this out. A guy says, the first time I listened to it, I, I didn't know the title of the song. I thought she was... <laughs> You'll never be able to listen to the same ever again after I tell you this. He said, I thought she was saying vegetable covers. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another half that record. It's uh, this is called I Want You to Love Me. I think it's interesting. I downloaded it. I want to listen to it in headphones. There's all kinds of weird stuff going on. And I like that. Fiona Apple, we're listening to. Vegetable covers is the name of the record. <laughs> oh, it is, yeah. yeah. Um and it came out on uh, last Friday. That's pretty. I like it, man. Take I, chances, right? Yeah. This will be on hockey's top ten list on Wednesday. I've waited many years. Every print I left upon the track has led me here. See why I think. Billie Eilish is this generation's Fiona Apple. This could be a Billie Eilish song. This was only leading me to that. And by that time, I hope that you. She's like holding the note uncomfortably long, like this is a Family Guy I'm, joke. I know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's Crazy. Not, I, yeah. It's not horrible. That's intentional, like right? Yeah, like, yeah. For sure. I, your I brain wants yeah. her to stop about halfway, and yeah. she doubles how long you're. She. Yeah. She's still singing the same word, right? Right. Keeps going. And then she releases the tension. Yeah, I thought both songs were okay. I like it. I, I'll yeah. uh, I, uh, I'll give you a full report, but uh, there's all kinds of weird stuff going on. Download uh, download Across the Universe, too, which is, at this point now, 20 years old. I think she did it, but still. See if you can find it. If, if that's in the system somewhere, get that one, too. You got it. Across the Universe. Man, what's the first thing that pulls up when I uh, type in Fiona Apple's name? And this is obviously a cover of the, uh, yeah. of the Beatles tune. Right. From Pleasantville soundtrack. Right, exactly. Hmm. Yeah. Did not know that. Man, what a movie that is, by the way. Yeah, underrated. I haven't thought of that in a long time. This song. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, boy. Yeah, listen to her do it. Words are flowing out like endless rain into a paper cup. They slither while they pass. They slip away across the universe. Pools of sorrow, waves of joy are drifting through my open. Ah, that's 
good, man. McCartney written song? Who wrote this one? You know, I was just thinking about that. I, this might be George Harrison. I, I don't know. Let me check. It's definitely either a Lennon. I, I don't think it's McCartney. It's either Lennon or Harrison. It's Lennon and McCartney. It's both of them. Yeah, I guess they uh, always gave each other credit, but I bet it's a Lennon song. Yeah, it's a linen song. What is she saying there? Or what is what are the things saying? It is a cantation. There? It's um, well, I can tell you. I've never known. Ja garu deva om. It's uh, when they were into um, going to visit a. Uh, like a monk or something, or no, yeah. no what's like a Buddhist? Uh, uh, what was his name? Um, Harvey, uh, Robbie Shankar. Yeah, that's right? exactly right. Yeah, so, uh, uh, I don't. Uh, anyway, yeah. It means I used to know this. I swear to you, I did. But... Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overplayed by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The old brain doesn't work like it used to. Hmm. It's, uh, it's a mantra intended to lull and into, uh, Intended to lull the mind into a higher consciousness. Yeah. Oh, I'm already there. Yeah, transcendental meditation thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, what really matters is uh, brought to you by our friends at Center Point oh, Energy. Thanks, very, Center very good. Point Energy. Thank you, Center Point yeah, Energy. Thank you. It's draft week, Thursday, round one. The Vikings slated to have two first round selections. Will they keep both? We don't know. We'll find out Thursday. Coverage right here on the fan. PA, Charge, Lieber, a cast of thousand Thursday night. Sauce, you're jacked. I am. I'm super pumped, man. I can't wait. I, I can't believe see. you didn't just mention the Power Trip Mock Draft. The 47th annual yeah. Power Trip Mock Draft oh, happens true. on Thursday morning. Yeah. Thursday morning. What Thursday time will morning. that be? Well, we're going to start at 7.40. 7.40. That's right. Just after Tommy's takes, we're going to get it started. We've got some experts uh, on the line, on in studio. we got it covered like a blankie. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm pumped, man. I want to see what the Vikings do at 22 and 25. I want to see if they move up. I want to see if they've identified somebody that they really like. They have the uh, collateral and all that to move up, but who knows? The collateral. Yeah. Yeah, man. They've got yeah. collateral. But I, but who? Uh, I don't know. It'll be fun to after the whole thing starts uh, uh, on the third pick because Burrow's going to go one and Chase. Young is going to go to him, then we'll Do see. Do we know that for sure? Yeah. That's a, that's a done deal. I would bet a lot of money that Burrow is going to go number one, yeah. No, I'm talking about Chase Young at two. I'd say it's pretty high, yeah. Hmm. Give yeah. me a percent chance. 90? Is the Tua slide real? I think so. I uh, Last night on the mock draft uh, on NFL Network, and you say what you want about it, mock drafts or mock drafts, but it's every they had everyone who's connected on that station pick for different teams. At five... 
Um, I forgot his name. It's but the Dolphins, right? Yeah, he picked an offensive lineman at five for the Dolphins. And then Tua went sixth. So but, the Chargers? Who's six? Yeah, the, the Chargers are six, but Oof. one of those top Tua or Herbert are going to slide down the draft board. Can you guys remind me again? Terrible memory. And maybe I don't know, but who do they have if they don't have Ryan Leaf? Ryan, Ryan Leaf. Leaf. Oh, you mean Philip Rivers? Uh, Philip Rivers. <laughs> they have, uh, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, Taylor. So, so they brought I mean, Tyrod Taylor up. But they're going to draft somebody. Okay, so they yeah. are. They're, okay, yeah, well, that makes sense. Draft, yeah, but, yeah, right. But, you know. Ryan Leaf. <laughs> so let me ask you this then. Yes, Sauce. Yes, sir. you're a gambling man. Yeah, it sounds what? like you guys are gambling on we the initials. We got hundred dollars, man. Yeah. Hundred bucks on uh, the initials. I, I needed whoever, it to hurt a little bit. Is it whoever <laughs> finishes higher between you and I? That's you right. Yeah. yeah. Even if neither of us win. Oh, you're not doing. Uh, you one of you has to win. Either. No, no, Just no. Whoever, whoever has, the, has score. the most points. That's exactly right. Well, we yeah. agreed. If, this, if uh, you guys tie, both smokes. If you guys tie, and somebody else flat out wins, would you like me to use tiebreakers? To determine the money. Well, I believe uh, it gets pushy then. Oh. I believe we would call up, that getting pushy. Up to you guys. Right? Um, but, Sauce, back to gambling. Yes. Come on, Zach, if wake had, up! If you yeah. had to bet your house, if you had to bet a lot of money, yeah. if the over-under on the draft selection of where Tua goes is six and a half, do you take the first six picks or seven and beyond? Got to be right for a lot of money. Three months mortgage. Come on, baby. What do you got? Six and a half over under. I would take. Yeah, that's a great. You got to be right. I'd take the under that it's in the first six, just because. Oh, really? Just because of the movement that may take place at pick three. The Lions have already come out and said, I think it was Friday, and they've reiterated a couple times over the weekend. They're looking to move back. There are teams at fifteen, and you always, always. Who's to say somebody like the Patriots, who have literally been laying in the weeds all off season, they don't have a second round pick, but you can always throw that first round pick into next year into the mix and get up to where they want to go. There's a team that back 15, 16, 17, 18, that's going, man, maybe we should move up to Tua. And another team to look out for to make a big move for a quarterback, the New Orleans Saints. Mm. The uh, draft line for Tua is two and a half. Two, two and, and a half. half. So, whoa, whoa, man! Oh, I'd take the I'd take the over. But that's from Vegas. Yeah, bet MGM. Yep. Oh, I'd take the man. over. I'd okay, take but the over. you know what? I'll take two, the under. But you got to put half my fifty to your hundred. My fifty to your hundred? No, my fifty to your hundred. So if he but goes, I take the under. So if he goes at pick three, you owe me a, you, you owe me fifty bucks. Right. Oh, in in. I'm in. I'm in. Okay. So if he's in the t- if he's if he goes second, it's yeah. really you're betting he's going second because Burrow's second, going right. one. Yeah. So if he and goes if he goes second, two and a half, it's a push. Yeah, fine. if he goes second, so I sold you hundred dollars. So at the five, if he gets signed so as a free agent, so if, so if the third pick hasn't made their pick by five minutes into it, it's a push. Push. All right, yeah. I'm here. Man, I should have gone twenty five, but okay. all right, that's okay. I need to bet. Yeah, I need to bet. I got the sweats. Yeah. I feel good right now. I feel like I'm alive finally. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. Again, back to my argument from thirty yeah. minutes ago. You have yeah. to trust your scouts, right? You have to trust that you that you know. What you're doing. Otherwise, you're in the wrong job, right? Yeah. But I do think that I'm in that camp that the fear of not drafting Tua should terrify GMs. That is true. That if you are a team that has a quarterback need, and you're like, I'm not sure about Tua. If you pass on Tua and he kicks ass, it's going to be like a Mahomes thing in Chicago. Yeah. You're going to regret it forever going, what was I doing? And or, that'll probably cost you your job. So or to last the, the fear of missing out on Tua... 
has to be confusing the hell out of GMs that haven't had a good look at him because of coronavirus. Yeah, though that's that's the thing though that all the teams that say that he's going to slide is medical history. They can't get their doctors' yeah. hands on him uh, figuratively, and, figuratively and literally. They can't touch him and see if he's what's going on with him. But two and a half, man. I'll take it. Chase Young's too good to not go number two. Two and a half men, also a terrible show. Now, Hockey loves that I show. I thought it was pretty good. There were some strong episodes. Let's ask Ben how he would feel on that, t- where he Yeah, we'll ask him two Please don't questions. tell me I won't, bitch. So, Ben Lieber next. <laughs> Jared Allen at 740. And initials game 304. A special edition with Lieber at 815. This is the Power Trip Morning Show live on the fan. KFAN Total Dan. Come on, everybody. We are live. We are local. Coming in from St. Louis Park, Minnesota, and broadcasting across the universe. It's the Power Tip Morning Show. 6.59 a.m. on April 20th, 4.20. Here to celebrate 4.20 is Ben Lieber. Good Hi, morning, Toker. Happy 4.20, Ben. Oh, yeah, it's so appropriate that I I'll know. be ringing in 4.20. Right? I know, I know, yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. Hi, yeah, man. You don't smell like weed at all. That's I'm, terrific. It's more of a heroin smell. Just, yeah. Well, or, or meth, maybe? Meth. I can't. It's, it's you want a, steroids? It's Sauce knows a guy. It's a mixture. It is? Yeah. It's a, it, you have meth breath? Oh, yucky. Ah, can you imagine? I got Ugh. that. I got a bad. How are you guys? Well, I'm good, and I have a, I have a, a lot of appreciation for you today for a million reasons. But um, thank you for getting uh, um, Jared Allen to call us today. I appreciate oh, yeah, that very yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. So, what did you do with him the other day? You did something on Facebook or something? What did you do with Jared? Allen? Uh, no, I just so had him old. on my. I know. Yeah, I had so him on old. my Instagram, Instagram live. Instagram Insta, live, not Facebook. God, how old am I? <laughs> Insta live. What'd you do? Uh, we just had like a little virtual happy hour, had some drinks, hmm. and uh, and chatted. What is his uh, drink of choice? Uh, he <laughs> he just got done with um, some sort of treadmill workout, so he he was just reaching for a beer. Mm. Ooh, mm. he seems like a beer guy. That's definitely what I do yeah. after a treadmill workout. Yeah, is hammer yeah. beer. Yeah. yeah, I definitely gave him crap about that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong but with it. Gold light. He he knew that we were jumping on for a happy hour, and so you know he was prepared. Although the timing of his day for his workout was a little little off. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, can I jump in on a bet? Oh, please, yes. Which one? The two a bet? Which side do you want? That he's going to go second or that he's going to go beyond second? I think he should go second. Will go or should go? I think Will and oh. well, 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 I'm, I'm going to put money on the fact that he will go second, but I've been saying all along he should go second. Really? So, Sauce, you want more action? Ben you want, wants you want another two 50? for Tua. Two for Tua. Oh, man. Uh-oh. So 50 oh, to 100 on, again? Why, why, why oh, does come it on. Yeah. Oh, come on. You were so confident. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, God. See, look at this. I got goosebumps. I feel good. I feel alive. It burns. So Ben's 50 to your 100. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm a, yeah. So Woo. if Tua goes second, you owe Ben a hundred and Hawk a hundred. Yeah. If he doesn't, they each owe you fifty. That is correct. Yes. 
Thank you, Ben. Even you betting makes me get the tingles. I know. Ugh. Yes. When I heard you get so excited about it in the car, I'm like, oh, God, I'm getting kind of jacked up, too. I, <laughs> gambling yeah. is the I'm best. Yes. Wales. Yes. Uh, yes. My, I'll uh, lose that money just so we can gamble. I know. Former co-worker Ben Taylor the other day sent me this uh, Instagram or Facebook or whatever bit <laughs> of, uh, of a really bad poker beat, like quads Cocky. over quads that was uh, on TV. And, I, and I'm like, I, I would pay so much money right now to be on the wrong end of that. Yep. I just want to lose. I don't even care if I lose. Lose. And I'm good at losing at cards. I'm one of the best in the state. I just want to lose. I just want to feel the rush. Mm. Yeah. I wish I had strong sports yeah. takes so I could get gamble on them. I don't know. You think I have a strong sports take? I just needed to gamble. Yeah. Well, I'm very I had proud to look up who Tua was. Patua. <laughs> yeah, where do you go to college? I don't Patua. know. Of course I know. Where? Uh, the United States of America. He's right. Well played. Thank yeah. you. Well See? played. See? So you, you, you are... Not buying the Tua slide at all, hmm. that he's going to mm-hmm. fall into the teens or beyond because no one's going to have the, the guts to draft him without getting their no, medical experts no, because I don't, to examine him. For some reason, I get the, I get the feeling that um, his hip injury, well, it has checked out. I mean, I know that there's you've got to have your own doctors and your own people check him out, but it has checked out. It's been verified that his hip is fine. It's going to be fine. Um if you're worried about the injury history, I I understand that, but he's so good. You know, if if you have if you don't have a quarterback, what's what's the risk of taking him? I guess my thing is this is not a new thing. I mean, we we all know that the the rookie pay scale uh was changed many years ago, and when you don't have to invest as much money into a rookie quarterback, what's the risk? I feel like his risk reward is still how would you say it? Very low. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, take him. He's but great, man. He's great. He's good. He's Does proven. the leaked Wonderlick score bother you at all, or concern you at all? The Wonderlick score? Yeah. What did he get? Did they, what did it come out to be? I know it got leaked. I know a bunch got leaked, but I didn't hear his score. He's the lowest with thirteen. Out of uh, did he? Did he? How many did he? The attempt didn't say. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Right, because you got like a twenty-two or twenty-three, but got them all correct. Right, you—that's all you got. That's through. all I attempted. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Which, which I didn't think about the time, but that's what they said. That the psychology of, of the number of questions and stuff, it says something as well. Like if he, hmm. of the fifty—is it fifty questions? Fifty in twelve 50. minutes. Yeah. If if he had attempted thirty-five and only got thirteen right, that's concerning. Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. But if he got. 13 out of 13, then it, it also talks about the psychology of that. Good well. point. But hmm. So what we were talking about earlier, when, when are we going to get to the point where college players just say, we're not doing this well, anymore. And, and we're me, not taking this test anymore. That's a great question. Can I take it back to your original question, though? And sure. ask me, Ben, before you knew your score, mm-hmm. how would you have felt about people knowing your score? Um... Again, not knowing that you didn't try all fifty, right? Right. Yeah. They just, just know that well, you got no, twenty-three. I, that info. I yeah. knew I didn't try all fifty, obviously, because you you, know, you see all fifty questions. Yeah, but all we um, know is that you I, only got twenty-two. You know, yeah, what and, I mean? and I right. didn't know of the twenty-two how many I got right. Right. So, um, I guess I wouldn't have liked it. It feels personal, you know. It it does. It is a test, you know. It's like how many times as a as a child and even in high school or college did you want your did you want your your test scores public within your classroom? A lot of people didn't want 
And there is something different between what's your vertical jump on the NFL Network, where everybody can watch you do the the vertical jump, versus your perceived intelligence. And obviously, there's some people that probably would care, some people probably wouldn't care. Mm -hmm. Right, and again, the story that we were uh, referring to earlier is, you know, Jim Kelly and Dan Marino each had 15s. McNabb had a 14. Lamar Jackson had a 13. These are all guys that have had Hall of Fame or MVP careers. They did fine, despite bad scores. So it's, it's not... Um, a direct indicator either way. Right? The, the the highest score in the history of quarterbacks is a 48 out of Fitzpatrick. He's well, had a decent career. He's but had a decent career. He's, he's not He's of made him. a lot of money. I think that's why all mm. of it is all of it is so. Um, it's it's a nice measurable, but I think sometimes, especially for quarterbacks, the higher the score you have, I I don't feel like that's a an automatic indication of how you're going to play as a quarterback because it's all about processing and not a. It's it's about processing speed. And if you're a guy that's let's say on the lower scale and you think that you're not as smart, you're in the in the teens, 13, 15, whatever, that may indicate, oh, he's kind of he's kind of dopey and dumb and, and, and can't figure it out. But that also mean that could mean that he doesn't care. Like mm-hmm. he's got a little bit of Brett Favre like I'm, who cares? Like right. I'm just going to go play. That's why right. I can't believe some yeah. of these guys even take the test. All it's going to take is a handful of the top people to say, "Yeah, I'm not interested in doing that anymore." Inter- yeah, that's a great point. Like I if I, if I, it's not law. They you don't can't have be the to. only one that does yeah. it, though. You know, if I don't, and, and I don't know Fitzpatrick at all, but if um, if it were ever to come out that you know, yes, he's had a long career and he's been able to to, to balance out all that stuff, but. If the coaches ever come back and say, "Yeah, his one downfall is he he does just like he won't let it rip." Like he overprocesses all the coverages and all the routes, and like if that's the case, and you could look back at the Wonderlook score and say, "Well, we kind of knew that coming out because, boy, he's 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 really smart, but boy, he's got he's got to be smart. He's got to be on. Like it's it's all about being right. Well, as a quarterback, it's not always about being right. It's a feel. Mm-hmm. It's an instinct. And so I think there's a balance to that thing. Obviously, you wouldn't want two or three. You know, if you're really trying, you got two or three because the test does progressively get harder. So, so a one or two score is like, you know, one plus one. You right. know, right? Um, so that would be bad. But I, I don't know. Mm. I think he's too talented. I just like that you guys are gambling. I yeah, also too. think that a lot of the stuff coming out is to get him to fall beyond the second pick. All the surf, all of this. Stuff that they, you know, they can't get their doctors on him. The Wonderlick score. All this other stuff is just so... San Diego at six is like, yeah, we want him. But we're going to leak all this information about him, hoping he falls to us at six. So we don't have to trade a bunch of picks to get to two or three or wherever we want to get him. Yeah, th- this week is going to be interesting. And it happened last week. I think I think now that I think we're, we're past the Odell Beckham stuff, I really truly think that um, that was some sort of intentional plant to put the value of an OBJ trade out there and, and the Vikings were just there to help out. Um, that's the type of stuff that's hap- that happens a lot. And it's going to happen through the course of this week as we lead up to Thursday. I mean, how many, like Sauce, I heard you talking about, how many teams all of a sudden now are like, oh, yeah, we're willing to trade. Yeah. We're, we're going to trade our pick. Yeah. Like, and they're just putting it out there like, who wants it? What do you right. want to give us? Let's start that dialogue now because we're going to have this 
this virtual clump where we don't know what the timing is going to be. We don't know how the communication is going to flow. So let's start having those conversations now. Let's start putting the feelers out now. That way when we get to Thursday and we have to make a trade and and we have to go through this clunky process virtually, maybe it won't be as bad. So I, I think there's going to be a lot of movement. Yeah, that's 100% what it is. Also, I think it's weird for, unless it's the first, second, or third pick, I think it's tough to move prior to the draft and you don't know who's going to be there. Right. You can't move to the 13th no, pick and no. go, man, let's cross our fingers at Beckton the tackle from Louisville's there. But, uh, yeah, they want it. Any team that's going to move, as you just said, has had conversations. So they don't have to have it in some clogged-up online yeah. thing yeah. On, on Thursday. You are 100% correct. Yeah. What if we put all the positions, starting offense and defense, into like a, uh, a hat? Mm-hmm. And we put 50 bucks in each, and you draw a position out of a hat. And if if the Vikings at twenty two take that position, you get all the money. Mm. But if if they if they don't, nobody if nobody picks the winner, nobody gets. The you know what though? With this year, love this year we could. I almost think we me. could just pick. We don't even have to draw. I think we could just all just pick what we want because I still think there's three or four options. Is that do you really? I mean, wide receiver. Yeah. Corner lineman, corner okay. safety, maybe yeah. defensive end. Defensive yeah. defensive yeah. I think there's a lot of options. Yeah, okay. You I, wouldn't even have to draw. We could just, you know, plant our flag and put some money down. We'd have to draw who gets to pick what position first. Though. Well, you wouldn't put like running back in there, though, right? You're not putting every position. You're not going to put some. Yeah, you, you can't put, put, you're not put quarterback, quarterback, quarterback right, and right, running right. back. In. But, but, but it's got to be. What if we all? What if we just, all write our answer down so we can't change it? And when everybody's quote like locked in, we reveal it and. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We go. I, I think it might be better if we all put our names in a hat. Mm-hmm. We draw, and whoever picks first gets to pick whatever position they want. That position is off the board. That works, too. Oh, that, I don't that, care. That works. Yeah. Okay. You want to do that, too? 50 bucks? Yeah. Let's, let's do 500. Who cares? 500? I haven't gambled in months. You really got to pay that target bill, don't you? You're looking for ways. Well, it's not open yet, but Target.com sure is. <laughs> My God. Okay, I, I will. Well, I say we do that. We can discuss this further. We can do this in the eight yeah. o'clock well, hour. I, and I bet we get PA in on it. Yeah. Well, but, that's not fair, right? But, but yeah, it's a great. We boy. can't have him fair. in on it. You're right. He's not allowed. That's right. I bet Nordo would get in on but it. Why wouldn't he be allowed? He if, probably if, knows. If, well, if, he, if, he definitely knows the plan. But if we're gonna go off of just putting names in a hat. But that's if, he, just, if he draws third or fourth, then even if he knows, he's just going to be stuck with his third or fourth best option. Here's the problem with that, though, Ben. If he picks third and one of the first two pick the right position, he's going to choose punter. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just he, he's going to. We're going to know that he already knew that one of the two of us got. I think it's. I think if you get to go first, whoever the first two are, you take. You say corner, offensive tackle. I think you're going to be right. Hmm. Ooh, I don't think that you have to be specific. You have to say offensive guard or offensive tackle. I mean, I don't know. Ooh. Well, I think it's got to be a tackle. Yeah, that might be trouble. Because right technically, if they let's just say they get to 13 and take uh, Jedrick Wills, he's technically an offensive tackle, even though they might move him to guard. Mm. Right. All right, let, let's okay. workshop yeah, this. Yeah. Let's workshop yeah. this. Gambling okay. whales. It's pretty whaling. Yeah. 
Makes me feel good. Sure does. Where? So the, does the news, yeah. the news whales, makes, too. The Your news, heart. The, the news kind of whales, but kind of not. The news? This is KFAN News with Chris Hockey, presented by Grey Duck Vodka. Now, Grey Duck Vodka whales, and I thank you, Grey Duck Vodka. Congratulations yeah. on your gold medals. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Get the duck out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm the hawk in the flock. Jeez. And this Whoa. is the news. <laughs> We're dodging <clears throat> bullets. Yeah. Don't say that again, please. <clears throat> Minneapolis police say they've arrested a uh, man suspected of terrorizing women near the University of Minnesota for many years. A 34-year-old Ham Lake man was arrested Friday morning at an Anoka County home. He's been booked on probable cause. Police say he's been linked to multiple sexual assaults since 2013. Correct. Yeah, let's it. Correct. Yep. Wow. It sounds like you blew up the entire house. That um, okay? Uh, Yosemite. That's correct. Sounds like there's something wrong with his gun. <laughs> yeah, right. right. Um, yeah, but um, glad they got that guy. Jeez. Obviously. Whew. Yeah. yeah <clears throat> there's Star way Tribune more of that a, story. Yeah, Star uh, Tribune has yeah, a, a yeah, profile yeah. about one of the gals that was uh, assaulted, like, I think four or five years ago. Yeah. And clearly, she's a little relieved that uh, the guy's off the streets. To say the least. Yeah. Can't even imagine. Can't even imagine. One less dirt bag running around. Yeah, yeah. Waste of oxygen. Uh, Correct. Yes, well done, uh, please. A Chicago man checking on his stimulus check found out his bank account is empty. We've heard the opposite, but this this sucks. Nick Blanasha uh, went to pick up uh, his $91 curbside grocery order last week and uh, later found out that he'd been charged $11,500. Ooh. Ooh. God. My wife going to Target. <laughs> Mariano's uh, grocery store issued a statement saying they will refund the money and cover any overdraft fees. Uh, he uh, he was shocked. Sorry, Nick. Hey, uh, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole for very long, but I'm going to go down it just temporarily. Uh, the world has changed in the last three or four days, mm. right? Mm. Almost everybody was on the same page. In the last three, four days, the war has begun, right? Mm. People are starting to pick sides again. Mm. And I even felt that at Chipotle. I was at the uh, the Chipotle um, in, in Plymouth a couple days ago, mm. and they're all doing absolutely the best they possibly can, right? They only let two people in the store at a time. Everybody else that's doing the online orders waits, and there's X's on the sidewalk, so we all stand six feet apart. And a couple of idiots just are so impatient because they're inconvenienced. They're bitching and moaning, where's my food? Where? It's like everybody is doing their best. Would you just calm down? Do you think this is what Chipotle wants to do? Right? Do you think this guy that's carrying six bags out at a time, trying to find everybody's correct order, do you think this is how he wants to do it? Mm. And I, I'm feeling like this weird tension that everybody is just ready to give up. It is, My God. I wonder who caused that. I've... I do feel like people are starting to crack a little. bit. They're absolutely yeah. cracking. It's, yeah. the, the, it's honey, bizarre. the honeymoon, it's like over. kind of kind of funness of all being quarantined together, and everybody's coming up with you know really creative and fun things to do. And uh, now that's over. Like uh, now it's everyone's like, all right, we're we're about done with this. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. Right? What a terrible uh, um, situation, right? What a what a bunch of horrible decisions that must be made. You know, I, yeah. I, just, I, I just looked at this, this one lady specific. I didn't say anything to her, but I just looked at her like, what are you doing the rest of the day that you can't wait four more minutes for your Chipotle? Mm-hmm. 
I waited 10 minutes, scrolled through my phone. They did the best they could. As soon as it was ready, they got Correct. it out to me. What yeah. are you going to do? Right. What, what did you expect? Right. right. Oh, right this way, ma'am. Right. right. You just walk right in. Well, I'm, I'm guessing, because it happened to me as well. I'm guessing that she's like, why put my order in it to be picked up at 630? And it's right. 640. Like, what's going on? Like, right. can't, can't you tell they're like, 15, 20 minutes behind schedule. Mm. Like, it's not right. a perfect deal. It's not a perfect science. My order was placed, I think, for 5.30. I got there at, like, 5.28. The guy came out and he said, what's your name? I said it was under my wife's name. So he went back in, and he did come out one or two times before he came out with my bag, but he was carrying two or three bags yeah. at a time. Yeah. Doing their best. So, right. so I bet yeah. I got my food at about, I don't know, yeah, something like 5.38. And for 10 minutes, I had to watch two or three people... Yeah. Pout and complain that they didn't understand why they had to stand way back in line on the X's and they didn't understand what was taking so long because they're doing their best. You didn't, yes. get, you didn't get stabby because you had to wait for your. I did not shit? get stabby. I just waited because it's mm. not the end of the world. Well, and I think I'm that's, glad you didn't get stabby. I think that's the way it is with a lot of stuff. Like, aren't you as a human being, if you're if you're feeling an inconvenience because of whatever time restriction, you you have an expectation. But you see that the people that are supposed to be, let's say, servicing you in this capacity are busting their asses. Yeah. Don't you sort of appreciate that and be like, I get it. Like, you guys yeah. are behind. But if it's one thing if you just see laziness and ineptitude sure. and you're like, what is happening? Come on. Agree. Get yeah. your ass together. That was For not sure. this. 100%. But if, because I was, I was in there a couple of days ago, and um, I went in. I didn't. Mm-hmm. We, we didn't place an online order. I went in. And I was next in line, and she's like, and the worker goes, uh, "Can you hold for a few minutes?" Because you know all those white tickets were lined up because all these people had online, online orders. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. she was, I mean, running through these these orders, like trying to fit, like just frantically. Fill. She's like, she's like, it's going to be like ten minutes. I'm like, that's cool. Like I get it. Right. Like I get, I get that you're hustling. Yeah. Everyone yeah. is inconvenienced. Yeah. Not just you. Sir yeah. or man. Yeah, everyone, right? is. everyone is. Everyone, yeah. Okay, and even that gal, the gal working at Chipotle, she's inconvenienced. Oh, Again, yes. she's got to be under yeah. a lot of stress. Yes. Oh, they yeah. all are. Just That's all a are. goddamn yeah, The guys are in the back, and they're, they're the chicken, chicken's on the grill, and she's like, black beans ready! And they're like, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's a whole, like, you know, chaotic dance that they're doing in there, and, and they're sweating, and I'm like, I get it, man. Like, yeah. you take your time, I'll just hang out on my phone. And Ben, right. ben what you're saying, again, it's common sense, right? I... I it's like the the whole thing about um, opening the country versus um, um, you know staying sheltered. It's possible to wish for both. I it's, know. it's possible I know. to say I wish so badly uh, everybody was working this morning because yeah. I do. I, I wish I you all were working right now, and I also wish we had a, a vaccine, but we don't. It's possible to wish for both and not hate anybody. Uh, you know, I, I heard this uh, during the protest. You guys saw the nurse uh, standing in front of yeah. the yeah. protesters. And the lady says to him, why should he get to go to work and I can't? And I thought, this guy, is a, he's a medical professional. Do you not understand that? Why he does get to go to work? He doesn't get to go to work. He's living in hell right now. Yeah. And I understand why you want to go to work, too. It's scary as hell. Nobody's yeah. happy right now. None of us are. Right, Ben? Yeah, I- that's the thing that I think has been driving me nuts about this whole thing. It's really popped up more, I think, in the last two or three weeks that I've noticed because it's become so politicized that they're not mutually exclusive. Like, you can have empathy for the people that have been uh, infected and affected and maybe have lost a, a loved one. But you also have empathy for the millions and tens of millions of people that have lost jobs. And 
and this unknown, this uncertainty about what the ripple effect is going to be for the next six months to a year or two years or five years when once we get back up and running again, you know, what's actually going to happen when we close down our economy and how's that going to affect everybody's lives? You, It is possible to care about both. Yeah. But people, freaking idiots out there, if you say like, man, I just I feel so bad for these millions of people that lost their jobs. What are you so callous and cold? People are dying. Like, mm. I, I care about both. both right. But it's possible. Right. God dang. Know, it's, know, it's how man. do we get this back up and running safely mm-hmm. it's just that simple and that's a that's not simple oh. but that's the goal is simple it's how do we get there is the difficult part right because all of us want the economy back open as quickly as possible but safely dude it um government officials create policy every day that has pros and cons mm. people are affected both in a positive way and in a negative way this is going to be the same thing it is yeah it, it Yes, there are lives at stake. We understand that. But there's also a scale and a weight to what's the best balance. Mm. And it's not going to be pretty. It is not. But the best thing going forward is tough decisions have to be made. Yeah. yeah. By, by the way, completely changing subjects, but I just wanted to bring this up before we forget. Remember how we talked a couple hours ago about how one of the reasons ProFootballTalk.com says they don't release Wonderlick scores is because too many times in the past, a score that's been reported ends up not being the correct score, right? Yeah. Uh, now ESPN is saying that Tua scored a 19 on the Wonderlick, not the 13 that was reported the last day or two. Hmm. 19's one below average. Wow. So 13 obviously is a little more concerning. 19's a pretty average score. Yeah. So, you know, count that up to, uh, or chalk that one up to uh, to profootballtalk.com for basically saying this is why we don't do it. Um, it's misleading the public. I suppose I can look it up too. Do we know Josh Rosen's score? Don't. Is it wasn't he considered super smart? Maybe I think that rings a bell. Yeah, yeah. And that's another example of 29. 29. 29. It's, it's pretty solid. It's yeah. pretty good, right? Yeah. And he's floating around the league now. Right. Right. He by the way be cut if these scores are accurate. Joe Burrow thirty four, uh, Jake Fromm thirty five. The highest this year in the quarterback class. Nate Stanley of Iowa had a forty. Ooh. But Fromm and Burrow both in the mid thirties. If you care. Hmm. All right. Jared Allen, about 20 minutes from now. Initials, about 50 minutes from now. Sauce your hands up. Uh, Peter King has waited on where Tua will go in his only mock draft he's doing. Did he also tell you what today's keyword might be? Oh, yeah, he did. Did he? Did, That's nice yeah. of him. Yeah, he did tell me. Today's <laughs> keyword, oh, hello, <laughs> is cash. Text cash to 200-200. That's cash to 200-200. Don't forget, an hour from now, Corey... The initials game. Ben, welcome back. Initials. Dude, I'm, I'm actually kind of nervous. I'm not going to lie. Ooh, I like it. I like it. Uh, more of the Power Trip Morning Show after this on The Fan. The Fan. Hey, good morning, everybody. Power Trip Morning Show. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, one segment from now, Jared Allen. We'll join the Power Trip Morning Show. Very cool. Five-time Pro Bowler. Two times led the NFL in sacks, 2007 and 2011. One of the 50 greatest Vikings of all time. Future Hall of Famer, right? Ben, do you think he'll be a first ballot Hall of Famer, or may he have to wait a year or two? Because he's getting in. Yeah, he's getting in. I, I don't know. I guess I'd have to sit down and really give an, uh, an educated guess on 
who's already in, who's going to be in his class, because I don't know right now who would be in his class and all that stuff. And just kind of, I think there is a little bit of a, a rhythm to the way that they let these guys in. You know, I don't think they're going to let, you know, every year they're going to have a defensive end go in there. So um, you might have to wait a couple he, years. Yeah, he might have to wait a couple years, but he'll, hmm. he'll, he'll get in. Uh, um, do you think, and again, we can ask him this, but when he does go in, will he go in as a Viking? You know, that's a good question. I, I'd i like to think so, you know, because his he was good in Kansas City, but I think he really, really made a name. Like, he mm. became a household name, I think, more with the Vikings. I think, I think if you pulled people from around the football world and you just said, name the – the first image or the first jersey that you pictured Jared Allen, and I'm going to say most people are going to say Vikings. Yeah, you don't I, think uh, the vast majority of people would say Carolina Panther mm-hmm. or the Bears? I forgot he was that he went Bears. to the Panthers. To be honest, I forgot with. he went to the Bears. He's yeah. uh, he's tied for well, he's twelfth all time in sacks. Mm. He's first ballot. He's a sack and a half behind Randall and Richard Dent at 137. First ballot's always dicey, though, because to your point, they only let in, a, what, a five or so a year? Yeah. So there, if there's a log jam, even if you're technically worthy of a first ballot, I mean, like Chris Carter, I don't even think was a first ballot guy. Yeah, there right? are a couple of reasons for that, though. Right, yeah, but, but, but still, it's, it's hard to yeah, get yeah. in your yeah. first year unless you're, you know, Randy Moss or something. Yeah. No, anyway. it's, uh, he'll, he'll get in, like, again, I don't know the, you know, even talking to Steve Hutchinson, um, you know, I think he knew he wasn't a first ballot guy, but he also knew that there was a little bit of a logjam of guys that hadn't gotten in on the first ballot. He's like, well, they're not going to put, like, this guy, this offensive guard is going to get in, and they're not going to put us both in them the same year. So there, there's a shuffling down of, like, just a hierarchy of, like, okay, well, you guys are all going to get in, but you, but this guy's got to get in because he's been waiting for two or three years, so then we'll let him in, and then, you know, it's going to be between you and, and, and Fanica and whatever. And so... so it, it, it becomes politicized. It becomes whatever. But he'll he'll get in. I just don't think it'll be a first ballot. Uh, since we're going to do sports next segment, do you guys want headlines quickly this segment? Oh, good idea. Now it's time for headlines. I thought about either leading with this or closing with this, but I want to lead with this just in case we want to talk about it for 15 straight minutes. Mm, okay. Perfect. Good. Man. Ready? Yeah. A woman in China... By the way, a woman in China. That's key. Think about what I'm about. To, what I'm about to say. Mm-hmm. A woman mm-hmm. in China has invented breast implants that light up and glow. Yeah. Oh, good for you. A what? woman in China decided that that's what the world needs: breast implants that light up and glow. Can I ask you what a question? Those, what were those? Was it like a glow worm? Were those yeah. worms that you could like uh, take to bed? Oh, sure. Yeah, hockey's yeah, is currently glowing now. With couple this story. Of, essentially, it's a couple of glow worms in your chest. What? Is <laughs> that what bulbs. we're dealing with? Yeah. Smart bulbs? Yeah. Genius, yep. Zach. Question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, are they like mood rings? <laughs> God, how great would that be? That would yeah. be helpful. I mean, are these these are obviously for uh, strippers, right? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. So say that again. So they are, they're always on? Don't know. It just says they light up and glow. Hmm. I don't have the details. Do are this they? And they <laughs> light up? So you well, definitely they go can't, on and off quite a bit. Yeah, you can't go to a sporting event with them on or be around Chris <laughs> Hockey. <laughs> what if they're hypercolor? And so they'd show like handprints. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Think about going to a giant topless rave. 
Yeah. Right, you get Daft Punk and a bunch of topless chicks with light-up breast implants. Right. That's a hell of a party. That's a foam party. Uh, Waffle House has restocked their waffle mix online. When they first started selling it earlier this month, it sold out in four hours. Oh, sweet. You know, can I go back to your uh, other story? I figured you'd want to. I'm just thinking this through. I can't tell you how many times um, I've been in a dark room and said, where are those sons of bitches at? Right. You know, I mean, this is really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you know? So much for nude hide-and-seek sauce, right? right? Yeah, right. I've always said, is it cold in here? The headlights are on. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Play Simon with those things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hated that game. Same. I was terrible. I was, at same. That game. I was terrible, terrible at it. How Bob about it. this freaking story? A woman is man. This is weird. A woman in Georgia got into a car accident while she was rushing to the hospital to give birth. She gave birth in the car and then had trouble finding the baby. Mm. Fortunately, the paramedics found the baby and rushed it to the hospital. How bad of a wreck was this? If she couldn't find the baby, what the, happened? The rest of the story is. And I, I I saw this. I just haven't yeah. seen it on the news. Baby was under the seat. Everybody completely fine. Every person in the car and the baby. Everybody was fine. Insane. Unbelievable. Oh, huh? The wow. firefighter found the baby under the seat. Yeah. There's uh, somebody tweeted this at me yesterday, and it was a link to the a video. I'm like, ah, mm, one, no. I don't know if it's real. Right, yeah. And two, I'm good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. All right. Last one, because then we got to get to Jared Allen next segment. Think about this moving forward for humanity. A guy is now selling shares of himself as cryptocurrency. If you buy shares, you get a portion of any money he makes in the next three years, and you get to vote on some of his major life decisions. <laughs> Ooh. It's hmm. like, uh, you know, hmm. Black Mirror's Bandersnatch in real life. You get to choose yeah. what this guy does and get a portion of his pro- uh, of his profits the next three years. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're buying shares in people. Hmm. Man, hockey's about 2 o'clock would be the same two choices. <laughs> Nap or it's like a dollar an hour. Or both. <laughs> or both. Or both. All of the above. Hmm. When we come back, we'll ask Jared Allen about light-up breast implants and more. Great Power Trip Morning Show with Jared Allen and Ben Lieber after this on The Fan. Ben Lieber's appearance on The Fan this morning, presented by Douglas and Todd Small Batch Bourbon. This is The Power Trip on The Fan. Welcome back to the Power Trip Morning Show. It's 7.40 on the dot. We are live and in studio. And we will continue to be Ben Lieber in on a Monday morning. It's, uh, again, April 20th, 4.20, as he continues to celebrate over there. Uh, Welcome, Ben. Thank you. And thanks to Ben, we have a very special guest here for Vikings News. It's time for Vikings News. Presented by Petco, your truck accessories pro. Would you like to introduce your friend, Ben? 
I don't think it really needs an introduction. Uh, we've been teasing this for the last few hours, and uh, and all the listeners, we finally got him. We got him! We got him! We got him! Jared Allen. Jared, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Just, you know, drinking some coffee, making a little breakfast for the kiddos. You know, all the fun stuff. Are the girls up right now? Oh, yeah. My kids are like, uh, you know, they when the sun comes up, they're like inherently awake. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's cool. I'm actually, uh, I got up probably around six, uh, I don't know, six something, had a little coffee, you know, did my morning reading, and then the girls get up, and and we have uh, a little breakfast going, get this homeschool and things, start kicking here soon, all the fun stuff. What do you read, Jared? Uh, I, I, I read my Bible every morning. I read a chapter in the Bible every morning, and then uh, I'm also reading a book called The Last Templar, so hmm. that's usually my afternoon reading. You know, you got to keep the mind sharp. Wait a minute. I feel like I've read The Last Templar. I think I read that book many years ago. Yeah, it's an old book. So I have I have uh, this whole uh, quarantine has made me look at my bookshelf of all my unread books, and uh, you know you got to set a good example. So is this in your mahogany <laughs> office? <laughs> no, I don't even have an office. <laughs> uh, for all the listeners, why don't you tell them and let them know uh, where you've been, where you reside, what you've been up to? Oh man, just hanging out. Um, let's see. You know, we uh, we left good old Sunshine State of Arizona a few years back. We're over here in Nashville now. Um, you know, just enjoying the South and uh, all the crazy weather that comes with that. You realize how prevalent tornadoes were down here until mm. I moved here, and I swear every other week there's a tornado. Uh, not necessarily by us, but uh, that one that one guy hit us, you know, about 10 miles north of us, but moved through Nashville. That sucked. Um, and it rained a lot, too. It rained a lot. I guess that's why it's so green. I didn't put those two together. But um, <laughs> so I decided to start reading more. Um uh, other than that, just hanging out. Honestly, I don't, I don't do much. I, you know, trying to do house chores, uh, mow my lawn. I do a lot of lawn mowing. Finally, like I said find reasons to use my chainsaw. Uh, hang out with the kids, play golf when I can. Not now. So I'm, I'm hoping, hopefully, I can get back to playing golf at some point here soon in the near future. Uh, but other than that, yeah, just the uh, light was pretty, pretty. So I was built for retirement. <laughs> I, genuinely, I genuinely enjoy doing nothing. <laughs> so it really works out well for me. Uh, Jared Allen again is our guest. I know there are snakes everywhere, but it seems per capita there's a a bunch more in the Nashville area. Do you keep that chainsaw close just in case you see a snake somewhere near you? No, so you know what's crazy is I actually one one of the reasons we moved being in Arizona. I hate I I despise snakes. Uh, snakes and rats. Those are my two bugaboos. Um, so yeah, I wasn't even thinking about it when we moved out here. I, we had, you know, we had scorpions and stuff in Arizona. We lived up in the mountains, so when it comes to the territory, we had this, like, snake proof our yards. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we get out here, and then I hear people talking about, like, you know, I think we're in the city. We're not down in, in you know, in the front. But, yeah, they got water markers at the golf course and stuff like that. So I have not seen a huge problem with snakes. I ran over a couple of black snakes. To be honest, I'll be, I've been out. We have some property. I'm uh, moving wood piles because they're all, you know, dead wood was based about their stack over the base of the tree. And obviously, it's like snake heaven. And it gets to the point where I, I have to look around, even though I know that I'm by myself, because I'm jumping like a little school. Oh my God. <laughs> the point I got so bad, I just I was literally taking my mower. And I was just ramming through the, uh, the dead wood piles and spreading out, just mulching it. And sure, sure enough, two black snakes came popping out at one time. I was like, oh, but then I felt bad. So I'm like, they're not, those are like, you know, they're just the good snakes. So I moved them to a different part of the property. But, yeah, it's, uh, I'm not a big, big snake fan. I wasn't even thinking about when I got here that there was actually probably more snakes than there was in Arizona. Uh, Jared, obviously everything changed at the quarantine, but, uh, but prior to that, how was the curling going? 
Good. We had a decent season, although we didn't, you know, we didn't finish our, our national qualifier the way we wanted to. We kind of, uh, you know, for lack of better word, excuse the young people that are listening to this, pissed down our leg. Um, <laughs> it was wasn't our it wasn't our best performance. We'd come in a lot of the tournament before that. We you know made it to the finals, and you know, so we were we were in a, we were trending in an upward trajectory, and then. Uh, and then we just got we I don't know what happened. We just, we didn't we didn't play our best yet. We didn't have you know Roost there either, uh, but it is what it is. But it was going good. We were excited for this year and um I was excited to start practicing here coming up but now it's kind of on halt and uh doing a lot of video game curling. You know, so that's keeping my mind sharp. We'll see what happens when when we get through this. But I gotta be honest, I'm not sure I'm I'm in any hurry to be locked in the ice with like, you know, Six other teams with us, like 24, 30 people. I'm not like all everybody, you know, snotty nose already to the ice. I'm, I'm think I'm just over people. <laughs> <laughs> Jared, we'll keep this uh, somewhat appropriate for the for the week. Uh, the NFL draft is on Thursday. Um, you were drafted in the fourth round by the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you, do you have a a draft story? Like, what was your draft story when you got the phone call? Oh. Yes, I do. I mine was, mine was hilarious. I just I wish I would have thought about doing it to someone else before I got it done to me. Um, so we uh, actually just did a thing like shot a video for about like, ESPN or something. So anyway, so I, I thought I knew I was going to get drafted anywhere from the third and uh, like the third or fifth round. That was like the projections for me, right? And I knew the three teams: Titans, Browns, or, or Chiefs. Those are the ones that you know kind of been showing all the interest. So I'm sitting in my buddy's house out in, uh, back home. Obviously, I didn't get invited to the draft. I don't do that much for uh, one double kids. Mm-hmm. And um, and so my phone rings. and It's a block number, unknown number. I answer it. The Titans are on the board at the end of the third round. And uh, I get I hear a voice in the line. I said, "Hey, this is Jeff Fisher. How, how do you want to be? A, how does it feel? You want to be a Titan?" I jumped up and down like, "Yeah!" I was super stoked. And then all of a sudden, someone else's name came across the screen. And I was like, wait, hello? And all my friends came out of the back bedroom cracking up. They called me from the house no. phone, cell phone. No. I blocked the number and I totally deflated. Like, what's that movie? Like, oh, we wasted the good celebration. Big Daddy. Remember Big Daddy? He's like, we yeah. wasted the good surprise on you. Yeah, that's what happened. Like, so, then, so then I'm like, just kind of like, oh, you have to be freaking kidding me. It, it was funny. I was a little pissed off. Like, so, like, the next morning, we get up the next morning, obviously, for the draft. I get drafted. And, uh, Coach Ramil and Lim Styles and, uh, you know, even, uh, Lamar Hunt was on the line, which is really cool because, you know, what owner called the fourth round pick. But I like at first, I didn't really believe him. I was like, uh, hello, you guys, this is a joke. I was like counting all my friends, like, what are you guys at? Uh, so no, it, was, it was cool. But yeah, I wasted all my good reactions on the day before by not getting drafted. That's crazy, Jared, because we've talked about it a couple times this morning, but Mohamed Sanu of the Bengals had the exact same thing happen to him, and it's been on Sports Center the last day or two. I know, I heard that. I was like, oh, I, was like, I think that dude, that dude stole my thing. But this was a random person, like just a random prank call. Correct. At least it was your friends with you. This Mohamed Sanu sounded like he just got flat out pranked by somebody that got a hold of his number. The crazy thing about him, of course, though, is that the Bengals ended up drafting him two rounds later. Even though they he, he they were part of the prank at pick twenty seven, he went eighty third. So he he did end up being a Bengal. He was joking that he's the only person that's ever been drafted by the same I team saw twice. That. That was actually it was actually pretty funny. I thought like, that they was that a Metcalf kid that kid went to Seattle last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt bad. I sucked like show up to the draft and then just not be picked. 
Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, that's like not getting picked for dodgeball in like sixth grade. Like, all right, teams are full, but I want to play. Yeah, sorry, guys. Well, uh, the worst part about that story is yeah. if people remember right, that it was when you got drafted, the third round was the end of the of the night. So, first day, yeah. The, so it was it was uh, rounds one through three in the first night, and then you had to go to sleep and then wake up the next morning. So, so they made you like waste your celebration on the first night, thinking like I'm a day one pick, and then oh, you yeah. have to go to, <laughs> then you've got then to go to first, bed. Yeah. Oh, well, my first one to go party too, right? Like, hey, let's go to my buddy's house. Let's you know let her hang yeah. out. No, I like I was like I was deflated. Like I was just literally absolutely deflated. I was just like I'm going home. Like someone just you know took a leak in my Cheerios. I was just like I'm <laughs> done with this. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, oh, I, I was bummed, dude. I, dude, I think even like, uh, I think my, yeah, I was super poor because I was in college, right? And uh, like my good, like good parents, they they made me realize like what it is to have nothing. Um, I get my cell phone. We got like shut off like two days before the draft. So I forgot to pay the bill. I was like begging my mom for like thirty seven dollars to, you know, pay my cell phone bill. <laughs> <laughs> so picture, so picture yourself a um, a college player right now that's going to get drafted. Now, from your experience. So for everybody that just full disclosure, when you get drafted, I mean, you're basically a week later, you're in a rookie mini camp and you're, you're at the team facility and you're going through all the paces of, of the orientation and, and getting to know yeah. everybody and you get the playbook. These are, these guys aren't going to have that. Now you can probably speak to the unique uh, perspective of just being a defensive lineman, a defensive end, but how different would that have been with your development in the first year? If you didn't have any practice, because most of these guys are not going to have any OTAs they're not going to have a mini camp. And then you're going to go right into training camp. How how far behind the eight ball are you as you get ready for the first game? Well, that's, that's going to be huge. You know what? Um, yeah, that's a that's a huge deal. I think mentally, first of all, these guys you're going to have to approach things totally different mentally. Uh, you know, for me, getting drafted, like I always tell people, was like the greatest day of my life, one of the greatest days of my life at the time, and and the scariest, right? Because since I was eight, I was working towards that goal, and I and I got it, and I accomplished it. But then I had to remind myself, like, okay, now what? Right, like, what do I just want to be drafted? Do I just want to be a guy in the NFL, or do I want to be one of the one of the best? Right, and and so you really have to shift your goals, and that's what these kids are going to have to do. They're going to have to look at this, and they're going to have to literally take a long look in the mirror. And be like, okay, I just got drafted. This is great, and they have a they have a, there's going to be a litany of excuses of why guys are going to underperform. But yeah, they're going to be behind the eight ball. I mean, it. it was, I mean, I remember showing up. I try to tell people when, like, when I was in high school or college, it was like, you know, watching uh, football in. And fast forward, right? I was like watching film. I was like, "What the heck?" And then when you go from college to the league, get on there, it's like you know, times two. <laughs> so the OTAs and the rookie mini camps. I didn't know what the rookie mini camps do. Rookie mini camps give you the ability to go against guys that you played against in college, right? Mm-hmm. So you're wearing a different helmet, you're wearing this NFL jersey, you're learning your playbooks, but everybody's in the same thing. And then as you know, when you bring in the full team mini camp, the vet mini camp, that gets taken up a notch, right? So now you have to watch these vets. So the biggest thing I think these guys got to do, they got to watch film. I mean, that's going to be the ultimate break. I think whoever takes it upon themselves through technology, you know, Zoom meetings with your coaches, know the playbook. The, the advantage someone's going to have is, you know, because you don't get the OTAs, you don't get the physical reps, you don't get that. I mean, you have to study, study guys on your team, study the offense, watch how guys are running routes, watch, you know, just watch how from, from a defensive standpoint, you know, watch your positions. I mean, that's the one thing that is readily available is tape. And it's not like you got anything to do. So I think that's – they are going to be behind the eight ball, and I think you're going to see a, a dip and you're going to see a longer learning curve, especially, uh, you know, for the, for the, uh, for the, uh, for the uh, quarterbacks and stuff and, and, and guys like that. So, um, but, yeah, it's going to be difficult. I, I mean, it's going to be curious to see how it shows up, you know. But I think 
the the advantage they they could have as far as I'm mean, just on the mental side. Like if you can come in, cause they're all physically gifted, but if you can come in absolutely knowing your your you know your playbook, then you'll have a leg up. Jared Allen, again, is our guest. We won't keep you much longer, man, but thank you so much for your time. Putting you in kind of a weird spot here, my apologies about this, but before we uh, brought you on, we already decided you were going to be in the Hall of Fame by at least the second vote. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to talk to you about that, but let me ask you this. Just I'm going to put you on the spot. My apologies. If you, When you go into the Hall of Fame, will you go in as a Viking? Do you know yet? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, that's why I retired as a Viking. I mean, I, my, my career, I just, trust me, I never plan on playing for four teams whatsoever, uh, but I've always... You know, anybody that knows me, I believe things happen for a reason. And I, I, I'm one of the rare people that got to play my entire career without being cut. Um, every time I was traded, it's because I have to be traded and um, or, or I got to go in free agency. Um, and, yeah, man, it was it, it was it was it was a fun deal. But, yeah, I, I retired to the Vikings because that's that's where I spent the bulk of my career. That's where, you know, honestly, you know, my, you know between Kansas City and, and, and Minnesota, those are the those so much of my life happened in Minnesota. Man, it's great. It was, such, it was just great, great memories. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm a Viking. Um, I'll go in as a Viking. Um, you know, if you do two teams, I mean, the only other team that would be throwing in the competition would be the Chiefs. But, you know, um, yeah, the Vikings have my heart. It was, it was a great team. That organization, you know, when, when some teams, when my own team at the time, Minnesota or Kansas City, was basically saying they wanted to send me to a long contract that I was at-risk player. You know, Rick and uh, and Rob and, and Ziggy and everybody came out and they and they put their money where their mouth was. They made they, they made the trade. They gave up all those picks plus maybe the highest you know paid player in NFL history at the or even the player in NFL history at the time. So I mean, they put a tremendous amount of faith in me and uh, and then that's why I love that organization so much. And I was it was, it was heartbreaking to leave. I, I plan on retiring. I mean, people, a lot of people don't know. I literally had my retirement letter written up um, after ten years when free agency was going. I, I was trying to cheer, you know, hand pick a team that had a good offense and, and a quarterback situation to go play for, and um, I was done. And I was going to retire a Viking, and then the Bears made me an offer I couldn't say no to, so we went down that route. <laughs> Somehow I ended up in Carolina and played the Super Bowl. So I got, I got the end goal I wanted. I just had to go to a few more stops. Um, but, yeah, man, the Vikings are great. I love that organization. love Rick and all those guys. They, they've done nothing but, you know, been a blessing in my life and in my family. So, Absolutely. Well, it's only a matter of time. Uh, Jared, thanks for the time, man. Thanks for popping on the show, and it's, uh, it's good to hear uh, to hear from you. I haven't uh, had you on the show in a long thanks time, man. Thanks, Jared. Bye, Jared. Bye, Jared. Bye, bud. Bye. Future Hall of Famer Jared Allen. Hmm. At some dude. point. For sure. Yeah, great dude. I'm glad that he answered that honestly and candidly. They're like, oh, yeah, and without hesitation. Oh, Vikings, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And what if he just said, I really like the Bears? Yeah. <laughs> I like Going Carolina. in as a bear. Yeah. yeah. Spent like a year and a half there. Yeah. Chicago seems nice. No, that's not the case. Man, he's got some crazy friends. Again, yeah. we were talking oh. about how heartbreaking that would be for oh. Muhammad Sanu. His buddies did it to oh. him. Yeah. In the room with him. That's something we would do to Sauce. Of course. Hey, this oh. is uh, Dave Matthews. I'm here to talk to Paul. <laughs> I don't think he sounds like that. And I don't think... and no, And no, You wouldn't have any, uh, any understanding of what he's talking about, but I can at least somewhat relate that... At the time when they did rounds one through three, it was a big deal to be a day one pick. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you can be a first round pick, but then you just want to be a day one pick. And you know, I was I was drafted at eight fifteen p.m. on on the first day, Saturday, right back on in the Saturday, day when it was a yeah. Saturday and Sunday started, draft, and it started at noon. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I sat there for over eight hours, and I knew I wasn't going to go in the first round. But same sort of thing with him. I heard anywhere from the mid second. To whatever, so it's like you're waiting and waiting and waiting. 
And then if I had to wait another 45 minutes to an hour before the end of the third round, and then I get a finally get a phone call, the last pick of the third round, and like, hey, we're going to take you? Mm-hmm. Dude, that's so that's so huge. And then for yeah. his buddies to start giggling and chuckling in the other line. Yeah, this is uh, so... Dr. Jim Richards. <laughs> uh, you should get out of the business. <laughs> You're dying. Oh, my gosh. Uh, should move to Russia. Mm-hmm. Bring a coat. Uh, fan 5 is next with an initials at 8.15. Power Trip Morning Show on the Fan. KFAN Total. Welcome back to the Power Trip Morning Show 803. Duh. Live from St. Louis Park, Minnesota. On the air, the Power Trip Morning Show. Corey Cove meets us, Paul Lambert, myself, Zach's here. Ben Lieber's here. Ben, thank you again for Jared Allen. That was a great little gift you gave us this morning. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. That was yeah, fun. Thanks. Yeah, mm-hmm, babe. Mm-hmm. And, of course, A.J. Monsur now in. Why are you here, A.J.? I was just, you guys asked me to come in. I don't know. It's some you know, rare Monday appearance, right? Yeah, right. It's the weirdest No big ever. deal. Maybe it's because the initials game is 15 minutes away. That's right. I can't miss that. Uh, just for fun. Yeah, wait. Hey, I know you love this song, but can we do this right? It's it's 420. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, you're right. Yeah, I say this every time. Every single time we play this song. There's a line in the song, if you can find the unedited version, that is maybe the most... It's maybe the hardest I've ever laughed at a song. But they obviously it's edited out. He talks about what he was going to do to this uh, lady, and then when he says he can't because he got high, so now he's... It's brilliant. My sources say you don't do that either, so... Your sources are dumb. I hope all of them... Whoa, so you, think, you, think women are, you think women are dumb? Who's... Wait, that... No, no, I don't. All my sources are women. Your sources, but is wow, man, real. Hey, before we get into fan five, just uh, let this sink in today. Joaquin Phoenix, of course, the Joker. I haven't seen that yet. Probably should. I thought you had. Haven't seen it yet. That's weird. Too much Rocket League. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is the Joker now, but Darren Aronofsky in the early two thousands, he's a director, wanted Joaquin Phoenix to be Batman. And was gonna do a Batman movie with Joaquin. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Joaquin Phoenix. But the movie studio didn't want Joaquin Phoenix. Chris, they wanted somebody you watched a week ago. She's all that's Freddie Prince Jr. Really? Uh, I can see that. They wanted Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, Darren Aronofsky wanted Joaquin Phoenix. They couldn't settle on a Batman, so it never happened. Wow. That's a damn handsome man. I can Good see looking that. Good looking dude. Yeah. yeah, Joaquin would be great at it, though. Yeah, he, he, he would. He yeah. would talk like this. How would he talk? Uh, uh, get bat crabs. Oh. <laughs> He's hot in this suit. Oh. The bat crack sweat's terrible. Actual lines from the script. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not super Why, bummed man? it didn't get made. <laughs> uh, also tonight, the fifth season finale of Better Call Saul on AMC. I saw season one, loved it, haven't gone back. So Definitely will catch up at some point. Yeah. And if you love Bob Odenkirk, and I do, uh, he's on with Conan tonight. Ooh, that's like your perfect combo. Yeah. Love them both. 
they were just traveling and eating food, it would be the best ever. That would be awesome. I would watch Odenkirk travel with Conan. All right. Hey, just so you guys know, I woke up on uh, Saturday morning, only 33% through Red Dead 2. Went to bed that night, forty-one percent. All right, Ooh, Red Dead Two. And that's again, right. And don't. And that's that's misleading because that involves everything in the game. Yeah, that doesn't mean you're fifty-one or forty-one percent of the way through the main story. You might be way further. Oh, oh is yeah, that right? yeah. Oh. Right? No, I wonder how well, much pers- what you're looking at. Oh. Yeah, there's probably because two different ones. I think, right? If you just look at your progress and you look at your story, that will give you. So I got a hundred percent on the story, but I'm pretty sure I'm at like twenty percent on the whole everything oh. else. If I remember, right, there's two different places to look. Mm-hmm. So and one tells check you the that whole out, Chris. I will check yeah. it out because if you're 41 percent overall, you may be way further into the game than you think. Well, how pe- many times did you go still to alive. How many times did you go to Valentine on Saturday? You know what? That's the thing. I'm, I'm getting less baths. That's <laughs> less. That's so. Less baths. So zero, Arthur's less. being productive. Yeah. Yeah. But he stinks. Just yeah. Filthy. But his yeah. reproductive right. is not as healthy as it should be. Mm. What a brilliant bit. When we found that out for the first time, what a great bit. It's a great game, man. It's a great game. I know. I just can't get over the fact that I have to. I've seen 0% of Human Centipede, and I have to watch it. (laughs) That's got to be done. That's got to be done by Thursday. Just do what Rosie did, though. Watch the trailer and say you watched it. We are are convinced he did that with Shallow (laughs) Hell, that he just didn't watch it. He just found Cliff Notes. Almost 100%. Yeah. Uh, you want to quiz me on cats and then tell me more about your human centipede hell week? Oh, yeah. Well, I can't quiz you on cats because I quit after 15 minutes. What would, you'd rather oh, watch you human it? centipede? Huh? You tried to watch it? Yeah, because my kids wanted to watch it. And I was like, even my kids were like, what is going on? I go, I don't know. <laughs> I would much rather watch cats than human centipede. Same. By 90 miles. Spoken, Same. Spoken by someone who hasn't seen cats. Did you get to Trolls this weekend? No. What? Nope. How does Harper not like all over no, this? No, we watched Sonic twice. Oh, I've heard good things about yeah. uh, both Sonic and the Pikachu movie. Mm. I've heard both Detective are very, Pikachu? very good. Yeah. 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 Ryan Reynolds, I guess. We got about halfway through Pikachu and, and the little one lost interest. She mm. does not lose interest at Sonic. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, Sonic Sonic's funny. Yeah, Sonic was great. My favorite line of the whole bit, I, we should just find it somewhere. Hawk has it. Is, uh, is when uh, Jim Carrey is Dr. Robotnik and he's meeting James Marsden for the first time and he and he says something about James Marsden says something about like that he was breastfed as a kid. And Jim Carrey says, Why don't you rub that in my adopted face? No, orphan face. He says oh, yeah. Why don't you rub that in my orphan face? <laughs> but he does it straight laced, right? And it's over the top nineteen nineties Jim Carrey. Right. I, I thought Jim Carrey was super good in this. I did too, man. He was great. And and it, there's a lot of very subtle adult humor like that that kids don't get that joke yeah, yeah. sure but i laughed my ass off and i've seen that joke now three times because <laughs> we saw it in the theater and watched it twice this week and i've laughed all three times it's a funny line it's a funny movie it's, it's, time for yeah. it's, it's pg right by builders Not and remodelers thank you builders remodelers i think so probably just for action, it's appropriate yeah. for kids yeah there's i mean there's there's guns and stuff but there's not violence yeah they definitely try to shoot Sonic a bunch. Aww. The bar scene, have you guys, well, Ben, you've seen it. The mm-hmm. bar scene, the slow motion bar scene is yeah. hilarious. Yep. I love it. It's a fun movie. Hmm. It's a good time. And who it's knew? It's actually who? better times uh, number two and three. I actually thought oh, I'd like it less, but it's it's almost solidified that I think it's a really solid kids movie. It's who fun. knew after they pulled it because of how hated it's, the right. trailer was? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So let's talk. Uh, Last dance first, because we don't have scores and stats. 
Uh, did uh, you, AJ, watch Last Dance? Because Sauce watched a little bit. Ben, you watched the first episode, I watched right? the first one, yep. How much did you watch? I watched both, and I could not feel any diff- or much more differently than Paul or you mm-hmm. or interest. I thought it was amazing. Um, there's so much that, I, and I was a little younger than you, but there's so much that I didn't know about the story, and I love the way that they are, they, each episode starts in 98. And it starts with a little clip in '98, and it, and it you know it shows you know Scotty being Scotty, and then it flashes back, and the rest of the episode is the backstory on Scotty Pippen, hmm. and it goes. I mean, it, the first one was a backstory on Michael Jordan. It goes back to you know when he was a kid. So I'd say probably ten percent of it takes place in '98, '97, '98. Now the last episodes are probably going to hit that a little harder once they get through the backstories on everybody, including Phil Jackson, Jerry Krause, you know Rodman, Rodman, Rodman's next. That's one of the next ones. The next couple episodes are the, something about the Pistons and how the, the, the rough and tough Pistons kind of changed Bad his boys. attitude, and and then backstory on Rodman. Um, so I, I love everything about it. Hmm. Speaking of Rodman, I believe it's Carmen Electra's birthday today. Oh yeah, they were were they married? <laughs> Very yeah. briefly. Yeah, yeah. she married. Right? Yeah, I was on a conference call actually, just a happy hour conference call, and one of the producers of the Last Dance was on, and apparently Carmen Electra plays into the next episode. Pretty heavily, obviously, with Rodman. Is that right? Uh, but there was a guy who asked and said, "Hey, how can I get my wife to you know watch this with me?" And that was one of the reasons. You know, there's a big backstory on on Carmen and her impact on Rodman on the team and everything there. So think about that. So what? Carmen Electra in 1998 must have been mid 20s. Yeah, probably like peak Electra, mm-hmm. 25, 26, 27, something like that. Ben, you a Carmen smoke fan? Show. Yeah, yeah, she was smoke show. Yeah. Anyway, so two episodes recently, every but... Sunday. I haven't either. I wonder what she's up to. I wonder if she got those glow-in-the-dark uh, breast implants from China. If she had Maybe. hockey, would have known. Good look. point. Yeah, take a it's look. Like the bat signal. Yep. Um, what else? Uh, Jaguars, Ben, have had trade discussions regarding Leonard Fournette, according to reports. Your thoughts on moving Fournette? Um, I would be for it. I mean, uh, everything that I've seen about Fournette is he's um, a little aloof. Um, I think that he thinks that he's um, bigger than he, and more important than he is. And honestly, I I don't think that he's a guy that you can you would want to build a franchise around. Um, so if you can get some value for him, I say trade him, man. Uh, do you think are the Jakes sticking with Minshew? Sounds like it. Or yeah. do you think they're coming out of this draft with a backup plan? Well, they're they're, they're obviously going to draft a quarterback. I think that's but but depending on how high, I don't know, but. Um, it sounds like they're they're saying all the right things about how they're going to roll with him. You know, ch- ch- Chargers are saying the same thing about Tyrod Taylor, but mm-hmm. um, they're in a they're in a different position. But I I do think that uh, it won't be a first rounder for the Jags, but they'll get a they'll get a quarterback. I think decently high to compete. NFL draft week, of course, Thursday is round one. Uh, coverage right here on the fan Thursday night. We'll do the mock draft on the power trip Thursday morning. The Vikings are slated to select twenty second and twenty fifth. Uh, just Based on gut instinct, percent chance they move either of those picks up or down. Do you think Rick's wheeling and dealing in round one or not? Well, uh, like like Sauce was saying earlier, it's it's um as the draft unfolds and you figure out where people are going, and let's just say for whatever reason that there's going to be a run on offensive lineman or a guy that they're targeting, and you feel like you're not going to get that person at the twenty second pick where you thought maybe you had I. I think that they have the draft equity to move up. And, and you know, you you would love to have two third-round draft picks, but that's a really valuable spot. So you could package that one and move up. You've got some later-round picks. And, 
And I know that we've hit on some late round picks, but by and large, those are not big hitter spots. So if you can entice some some team with another fifth, sixth, or seventh rounder along with the third and swap spots, um, whether it's you know thirteen or something like that, twenty two to thirteen, I think that you should do it. I think that he should he could do it. And but again, it's all going to depend on how the draft unfolds. And um, I would love to see it because it'd be super fun and be exciting, and it'd give us a, a slight glimpse into their mentality and and uh, obviously their love of one particular player. So you have two first rounders, so use it if you need to. Last thing quickly before we uh, play initials. For the last three years, Tom Brady was the NFL's top seller of official merchandise. That's no longer the case. He's not number one. Anybody know who the uh, new number one is? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, me too. Yep. My kid's got his jersey. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is number one. Yep. Hmm. I wonder if that changes well between now and the season because Brady is now at Tampa Bay. Oh, yeah. New jerseys to buy. So Mahomes one, Brady two. Take a guess at three, four, and five unless you've seen Hawk. it. Two quarterbacks and a running back. Lamar Jackson has to be one. Lamar Jackson is three. Uh, Dak? Nope. Whoa. Zeke? Zeke is four. Yeah, okay. One other quarterback. Russ? Russell? Nope. Mm. Uh, Rodgers? Nope. Uh, Reeds. Young oh. dude. Oh, yeah. um, uh, Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield yeah, is fifth. Right. There we go. Ben? Yeah. Are you ready? No, I'm not. But we'll we'll do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. Initials is next on the Power Trip Morning Show. But before we do that, uh, I should mention I went to Canes the other day. I met my family there. We did the uh, responsible social distancing thing. Went through the drive-through. Drive-throughs are open at Raising Canes. So we all met. We drove through the drive-through. Got through unbelievably quickly because uh, Canes' service is crazy fast. They're awesome. Uh, then we all just pulled into that Target parking lot. And uh, socially distanced and had canes together. It was awesome. Raising Canes, like I said, is open. If you want to have the best chicken finger meals on the planet, go to Raising Canes today. You can get the Caniac combo like I do, or you can get the box combo, the three-finger combo. Do what you want. But, uh, look, Raising Canes always has it cooked to order. Of course, right now with the drive-thru, that's uh, a no-brainer. So it's always going to be piping hot. Uh, if you love crinkle fries, they have amazing ones. My kids absolutely love the bread at Raising Canes. I love the lemonade, although I got a root beer the other day because their root beer is awesome at Raising Cane's as well. Uh, if you like sweet tea, they have that, of course. Try Raising Cane's today for lunch, for dinner. Damn near, what, 10 uh, Twin Cities locations? Uh, they are absolutely open. Raising Cane's is uh, dedicated to making sure their employees stay empo- employed and uh, that the Twin Cities has enough chicken fingers to go around. So if you want to try Raising Cane's today, you've made the right choice. Raising Cane's chicken fingers, one love. Fan. If you listening, what? Well, it's weird because it's Monday, and we're about to play the initials game. Gave you the opportunity to vote with retweets, and you voted. And so Ben Lieber gets a chance to resume his role as part of the initials game in the Power Morning Show. In a long, long time, time, Ben. Long time. Uh, now that this moment is here, I feel like I need more time off to, to really kind of. <laughs> I, I feel like I need more time to can. Get my composure and get my mind right. Honest, just but, set your expectations low. No, they are low. They are low. I'm not. Uh, I'm not worried about it. But the funny thing is, like, I just saw AJ grab a piece of paper. I'm like, oh yeah, maybe. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what's my process again? While. Like, do I? 
Do I just write down things or just write the initials down? I know that was Sauce's thing for a long time. He just wrote just the initials down to mm-hmm. stare at him. So um, I don't know. I got a piece of paper and a pen, but I don't know what I'm going to do. You don't have any time to figure it out because we're stuck. It's time for Initials Game 304 on the Power Trip, presented by Mountain Dew. That's right. Mountain Dew Baja Blast Zero Sugar Baja Blast Zero Sugar. We play initials every yes. Friday on, on the Power Trip Morning Show at 8.15, but because the Kickstarter uh, campaign's got like five and a half days left, said why not milk Oof. this thing a little bit more? So, yeah, bonus edition of initials today at uh, uh, Game 304. It works like this. I have 12 items, people, places, things, phrases. It can be anything, but they share the same initials. There are 12 items. Each uh, item has six clues. I start reading clues as soon as they know who or what I'm describing. They yell out their name. Their name is their buzzer. If they get it right, they get a point. If they get it wrong, they're out for the remainder of just that item. You have to pronounce the answers correctly. Right, <clears throat> fellas? Pronounce the answers correctly. Yes. And not guess things like Francis Magellan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the all-time record is nine, held by AJ and Sauce. AJ, you're also the all-time wins leader. You have one oh eight. Thanks, Corey. Free agency is a heck of a thing. <laughs> well said. Ooh. Sauce, 97 career victories and the most points all-time. You're the only one in the 1,000-point club. 1,036 career points. 97 career victories. Yes, thank you, Corey. I didn't know we were doing I thought we yeah, were. Yeah, just give him some love anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah, uh, we'll, uh, love Willette, man, the best. Thank you to Willette. Everything they do, they're, they're open on Sundays. They have cakes. They have donuts. They have everything you could need. They have wonderful coffee. Willette, Wales. Yeah. 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 Uh, lost in the shuffle is Chris now has 60 career victories. You're Look at, at the big I six. Look at him. 63rd all time, Chris. Yes. Yeah. And Radco stuck with me uh, through thick and lots of thin. And uh, they, uh, they're they the best ever. So thank you, Radco.com. And I hope you took advantage of that uh, initials win last Friday. I'm going for two in a row. Hmm. Let's do this. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Fifth all-time in points and fifth all-time in wins. Uh, five career victories. Ben, do you have any idea how many points you Don't have? Care. What would you guess? Uh, probably three or four hundred. Somewhere uh, in that range. One hundred and fourteen. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, okay. So it's on the lower side. And if yeah. I win... Uh, right. Douglas and Todd will for sure get you buzzed. Yes. Well yeah. said. Right, yeah, no no deals. <laughs> Just go out and get some and, uh, yeah. and get a nice little buzz. If you all get right, really man. hot, Parrish is fourth all-time in points, but if you get really hot, you could catch him. Ooh. You have 114. He has 441. Yeah. Oh, Mount okay. Rushmore of initials right there, Ben. So you're wow. right outside the top four. My head takes up a lot of it, though. <laughs> uh, Zach Halverson got shut out last week. Gross. First career shutout. He has 14 career points, one career win. Hey, Zach actually has an active offer today as well. If Zach what? wins initials, you can visit Haskell's in Maple Grove for $5 or 25% off Excuse me, a bottle of Northland Vodka or a two-liter bottle of soda available through Tuesday. So if he wins today, available through tomorrow. Let's, Let's get do it done. This. Game Hi. 304, thanks to our friends at Mountain Dew of initials, will feature the initials. <laughs> <laughs> CB. The initials are C. B. Yeah. <clears throat> Yell out your name loudly and clearly. The louder, the better. Pronounce the answers correctly. Here's number one of C. B. Clue number one. The second word is sometimes line. Clue number two. Connected to Earl Lloyd in 1950. Clue number three. Was also connected to Canadian Willie O'Ree. 
Clue number four. This is an unspoken social code. Clue number five. Also famously connected to April 15th, 1947. Final clue. Clue number six. This is connected to discrimination and Jackie Robinson. Paul. AJ. Five. Four. Color barrier. That's right. Yeah. Damn it. I should have known it. Color barrier. Willie O'Ree. Willie O'Ree, exactly. Broke the hockey color barrier. Oh, uh, good first clue, Corey. Thanks. Yeah, color line. Good good Mm -hmm. first clue. Thank you. Sauce leads one zip. Here's number two of CB. Clue number one. Has connections to Ohio, Illinois, and Wisconsin. Clue number two. In a sense, was connected to cattle. Clue number three. Has a connection to a motorcycle. Clue number four. Was the fourth overall pick in 2005. Come on. Clue number five. Died at age 36. Uh. Last but not least. Clue number six. Former Texas running back. Paul. Yep. Cedric Benson. That's right. Ah. Ah. I couldn't come up with that first name, yeah. man. Dang it. I didn't know he was dead. Yeah, I forgot that he passed. Yeah, yeah he had the motorcycle accident. Yeah, Him did. and his gal died yeah. on a motorcycle. Ugh. Didn't they get hit by yeah. like a, a minivan or something like that? I forget. That? I think they got T-boned or something. Yeah. I don't remember if they T-boned the van or if the van yeah, hit them. Yeah, yeah. I don't either way, but it was bad. Right, then there was like uh, fire and stuff, too. Uh, I think it got pretty gross. Hideous. Yeah, that sucks. Uh. Thanks for bringing that up. <clears throat> Move along. Yeah, so Move along. Sauce leads to... To nothing. Come on now. Here's number three of C B. Clue number on, one. Man. Had a newspaper route. Clue number two. Once signed a contract. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Act. Clue number three. Once passed a moral test. Hawk. Go for it. Charlie Brown. It's a good one. Out mm-hmm. for the remainder of item three. You lured me right into the son of a... Clue number four. Has been seen floating. AJ. Go for it. Charlie Buckets. That's right. Oh, 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 oh. Dang it. Paul. Uh, Paul. Yep. Charlie Bucket. That's right. That is correct. Ah, I jumped the gun. Charlie Bucket. No Singular. Bucket. That sucks. That's a good that was a big there. miss. Last week's Ooh, once seen floating. Right. Yeah, yeah, he took a fizzy lippy drink, yeah. and he yeah, floated yeah. up to the ceiling, almost got uh, yeah, yeah, obliterated yeah, yeah, yeah. by the fan. He was floating. Okay. Okay. He had to burp. Right. Grandpa Joe and him had to, well, yeah, burp their way down. Ah, yeah, so I was gross. quick on the trigger there. Charlie Bucket, singular. Got to ah. pronounce the answers correctly. 
Sauce with all three so far. <laughs> three zip. Come oh. on, guys. You're on pace oh, for 12. Yeah, but I had four, and then I uh, pooped the bed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sauce, though, leads three zip. Here's number four of CB. Clue number one. Banned in the U.S. in 1966. <sighs> Clue number two. Connected to Kylie Minogue, John Mellencamp, and the Runaways. Clue number three. Connected to Foursquare. Fuck. Go Zach. for it. Cherry Bomb. That's right. Oh, wow. Nice Come on! Cherry Bomb. Nice job, Hawk. You, you're, uh, you do a great uh, cover of that. Good one. All right, Sauce has three. Hawk has one. Here's item five of CB. Clue number one. Seen in the Vince Vaughn film, The Dilemma. Clue number two. Connected to 1995's Sudden Death. Clue number three. Appeared on a man staring out of a window in a classic 1989 Christmas movie. Zach? Yeah. Chicago Bulls? Paul. Paul. Chicago Bears. AJ? Yep. Chicago Blackhawks? That's right. Oh, wow. Nice job. Nice job. Okay. He was wearing that when he stood out the window. Yeah, when he was watching Eddie uh, get rid of the RV. uh, Nice job, Age. Blank was full. (laughs) One of the great bits Uh, ever. Just an idiot. Soft. (laughs) (laughs) What a good movie. Getting raw sewage into And he says it again yeah, when, when Julia Louis Dreyfus' husband comes out. Yeah. He says the exact. But then when she ass was full. And then when uh, what's your face put puts her arms around Tim and she's like, oh, you know, just watching a grown man and then <laughs> you know something it's, about his septic tank into a live sewer. It's such a good movie. Yeah, it's so. Sauce good. has three. Hawk uh, and AJ each on the board with on, one guys. apiece. AJ come would on, be ben. tied with the come lead. On, said Charlie Bucket. Yeah, yeah. Here's number six of CB. Clue number no. one. Was in 1996's Kingpin. Clue number two. Seen in 2005's The Longest Yard. Clue number three. Connected to the film Draft Day. Paul. Go for it. Cleveland Browns. That's not a bad guess. That's the right answer. Clue number four. Commonly seen on Sundays. (laughs) Clue number five. Connected to Major League Baseball home run derbies. Aging. Yep. Chris Berman. That's right. Oh, nice job. Oh. Nice job. Oh, oh boy. I, I am. Oh. I hate this game. Dirty ball. Ben's like, why did we do this yeah, retweet bit? Yeah. yeah, this is through this game. You're not dead yet, buddy. It's all right. Come on now. All right. Halfway through the game, Sauce has three. AJ has two. Hawk has one. Here's number seven of CB. Clue number one. Connected to the first overall pick in 2000. Clue number two. Connected to Sandy Koufax. Clue number three. Currently connected to Luke Fickle and John Brennan. 
Clue number four. Connected to the big O. Clue number five. They have made six NCAA Final Fours. Ben. Go for it. Cincinnati Bearcats? That's right. There you go. Right, Dad. Right, Dad. Come on. I high five you, but. There you go, Ben. See, now it's not over. Now you're free rolling. All right, Ben. So, yeah, air elbows. Sauce with three, AJ yeah. with two, I don't know what Hawk with, yeah. lo- uh, with one, Lieber got Cincinnati nice Bearcats. Here's number eight. Is Zach playing? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. You blew it! Tommy O'Leary. Here's number eight of CB. Clue number one. Is from California. Clue number two. His father was involved in law. Clue number three. Is known for dance. Clue number four. Had a butler. Come on! What is that? Clue number five. Was famously connected to It's Not Unusual by Tom Jones. Come on! Oh, um. Final clue. Clue number six. His cousin Will moved from West Come Philadelphia on. to Bel Air. I can't What the heck is the last Four, name? Three, two, one. I don't. I don't know. I don't What's know the last name? What's Carlton Well, Carlton Banks. Carlton Banks. Banks. Dang it. Oh. That's right. Oh. Oh. Carlton oh. Banks. Oh. Dang it! I had it the whole time and I couldn't think of it. Poopy. It's not unusual. Uh, the Carlton dance is yeah. the best. Yeah, my son loves Carlton him because he hosts Banks. funniest home videos and Unwrapped. Like oh. his two favorite shows. Yeah, right on. Mm. All right, nobody gets Carlton Banks. Sauce oh, with three, man. AJ with two, Hawk and Libra with one apiece. There are four items Come remaining, on. so Come anybody's on, game still, including Zach. Here's number nine of CB. Clue number one. Connected to Saturday Night Live's Kate McKinnon. Clue number two. Often seen in Prince. You see in print? Prince with an S. Prince. Clue number three. Often seen in Tampa, Florida. Clue number four. Go for it. Carol Baskin. Paul. The correct answer is that bitch Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin, and he did say it correctly. There's no S at hey, the end of Baskin. So Carol Baskin. Nice job. Oh. For the record, if you had said that bitch Carol Baskin, I absolutely <laughs> would have given you the points. 100%. All right, Zach's on the board. Man. Anybody's game still with Come three on, to go. Sauce with man. three. You got the first three. You're falling yeah, asleep same again. Thing. Sauce same with three. Thing. Yeah. AJ has two. Everybody else has one. Here's number 10 of CB. Clue number one. Connected to Everlasting Gobstoppers in 1971. Clue number two. These can be seen at places like Target. Clue number three. Often feature boxes or packaging. Clue number four. Often connected to grain, salt, or sand. 
Clue number five. These are connected to moving sidewalks. Um, uh... Last but not least. Clue number six. These are often used on assembly lines to automatically move things forward. Five, four, three. AJ. Yep. Conveyor belt. Conveyor belt. Oh, nice job, dude. Conveyor belt. Oh, I had belt. Ooh, I couldn't climb conveyor. Wow. Wow. Nice job. All right. Uh, That's a tie. Uh, Sauce uh, with three. AJ now ties with the lead with three as well. And there are two items left. So Lieber, Hawk, and Zach. Let's go. Get it. Come on, mathematically. Come on, guys. Any of you Come three on. can run the table and tie. I couldn't pull conveyor. Son of a bitch. Number 11 of CB. <laughs> Clue number one. Was nominated for a Grammy. Clue number two. It praises sexual proficiency. Clue number three. This was released in 2006. Clue number four. This is frequently heard at gentlemen's clubs. AJ. Zach. Go for it, AJ. I have to say it. Oh. Go for it. Crazy bitch. Damn it. That's right. Damn! Yeah! Hawk's going to regret oh! that one forever. <laughs> oh, you missed it. I can't believe it. Oh, and that mathematically eliminates Ben, Zach, yep. and the biggest crazy bitch fan on the planet, Chris Hawkey. Oh, wow. yeah. The song, too. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, all right, nice job, AJ takes oh. the lead with Crazy Bitch and four. So if uh, oh my gosh, if Sauce gets this right, we have a tiebreaker between AJ and Sauce. If anybody else gets it, AJ is victorious. So AJ going for the win, Sauce going for the tie. Here's number twelve of CB. Clue number one. Famously connected to a Key and Peel sketch. Clue number two. This is connected to a Courtney Barnett duet. Clue number three. Is often unlimited. Clue number four. It's most commonly found on the first floor. Hawk. Clue number Hawk, five. Go for it. Casino Buffet? I like it. Hawk out for the rest of 12. Again, AJ going for the win, Sauce going for the tie. Clue number five. In a sense, it's free. Last but not least. Clue number six. This appears during morning hours at hotels. Zach, Zach was first. Sorry. Continental breakfast. That's nice right. AJ. Yeah. Yes. yeah, nice job. AJ with four. Oh, I was going to say complimentary Ooh. beverage. Uh, uh, oh, nice you weren't going to say that? Oh, you didn't even have it. No kidding. Ooh, Zach Bale. Oh, no, 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 no. I got it by that yeah, point. Yeah, oh, yeah. I see Prior to nice that, yeah. yeah. I thought you meant you were going to swing and miss. Yeah. But Zach got you there uh, anyway. AJ, congratulations. Thank win. you. That was a weird one today. Man, that yeah. was hard today. That was hard, man. Man. Okay, I blew it. I will. Congratulations, AJ. Thanks, man. Glad to have you back. I will. Honestly, say that, and I check mark. There's five of them. I had no idea. Yeah, like no, you weren't even like close. I wasn't even close. <laughs> yeah. uh, I right. hate your clue. Yeah. You blew it. Well, then you're gonna hate the game on Kickstarter. <laughs> uh.
All right. Oh, man. Thanks for playing, though. Ah, thanks, thanks, guys. It was fun. I got man. one. You did. You got one. Yeah, that felt good. Man, oh, man. Man, Charlie Bucket, if that had burned you, that would have been know, a, uh, a big miss. But it didn't matter. You won anyway. The Power Trip Morning Show returns after this on The Fan. Coronavirus. What you need to know. A virtual class of Florida school kids received a surprise visit and help with their homework assignment from a Hall of Fame rocker. If you get to put your feelings down on paper, sometimes they'll turn into songs. Sometimes they'll turn into stories. John Bon Jovi popped onto a Zoom lesson, being taught by a local teacher and sang the lyrics written by students to the tune of his song, Do What You Can. I have been doing school crafts and scooter riding during this old quarantine. He also shared some advice and congratulated the kids on a job well done. Mr. B got you guys writing, and I was very excited to hear that. While the students enjoyed Bon Jovi's virtual concert, their parents may have appreciated it even more. Go to the iHeartRadio app and tap the podcast tab for all the latest news and information about coronavirus. KFAN. Total. FAN. Well, there you go. You asked for it, you got it, Ben. <laughs> what? A little flop sweat for you over there, right? Fun though. He made, fun. He, he made a critical mistake. Well, what'd yeah. you do? See, this is why you need to get the game on Kickstarter and practice, Ben. Ooh, because point, Ben yeah. Ben did the he wrote down as many C B combinations as he could mm-hmm. and then he didn't have his mind open. Yeah, yeah, he got stuck on those yeah. items that he wrote down. Yeah, I can't do that. That's a problem. Yeah, I, th- I think when I've when I've played the best and felt more in the flow and more engaged, um, is when I just write the initials down and I just try to keep my mind open and not and not get stuck on Charles Barkley, and not get mm-hmm. stuck on other things. Um, and and like AJ's saying, like you start listening to clues, you're like, oh, that's gonna like you start making it fit into mm-hmm. that answer. That is a problem, and that's a yeah. problem. Mm-hmm. It's interesting how people's brains work because while I fall into that trap sometimes, trying to fit a clue or an answer into the clues, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I would rack my brain for things if I didn't brainstorm a little bit. And have something right. to go th- off of. Yeah, I think that I get stuck on, like, I'll brainstorm, but then there's one that just sort of, like, in my mind just, like, pops out. Mm-hmm. It's almost like in 3D letters of, like, mm-hmm. that. Like that's, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like don't forget, almost like, don't forget yeah. this one, because that's, right. a, that's a good one that's probably going to be here. And then I just get stuck on well, it. Well, you gotta, again, you gotta just relax, open your mind up, just right. chill well, out. Great point. And what a day to do it on. Right. I know what we were thinking. Oh, I should probably try that trick <laughs> next next time. Next time, next, next time. time I'll become. I'll, I'll come in better prepared. Well, either uh, we'll have to do this in the future again, where we shamelessly beg for retweets, or you'll just have to come in on a Friday at some point. Mm-hmm. One of the two. Mm. One of the two. Yeah, you never know. All right, but well, the next time we're going to see you is Thursday, and that'll yeah. be NFL draft. Yes. You've said, uh, and you have a bet with uh, Sauce. You think two is going top two? You think he's going second? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I think he should go second. Um, if I if I were the the new regime there in Washington, I would look at my quarterback situation and I would say, uh, we're going to get more wins with the new quarterback versus Chase Young. You hesitated briefly there. Is there any chance he goes one? Well, I I thought before, in all honesty, I thought before the combine started, I thought. I thought Tua was QB1. Then I walked away from everybody saying, like, 
Absolutely not. Like, uh, and I'm talking Lots like all, all the all the supposed draft experts and everybody say like, no, Burrow Burrow is killing every one of his interviews. Everybody loves his personality. Um, his game tape checks out. Like everything about his processing checks out. Like, yeah, it, it, it was like hands down. Plus, at the, at the time, two his hip hasn't hadn't been cleared, and it mm-hmm. was just like you know, Burrow's number one. That's a uh, that's a Reggie Bush Mario Williams kind of a scenario, right? Where yeah. if you're the Bengals and you take Tua, when the whole world is saying Burrow's the number one, it is a career defining mm-hmm. decision, right? You're either historically genius for getting it right, or you're fired and never hired again because you got it wrong. Mm-hmm. So that I mean, it's a huge game. But that's like everybody, I, you know, I, we said this earlier when it comes to a not or uh, drafting or not drafting wide receivers in round one. This is a super high pressure job. So you could say like, "Wow, that's a lot of pressure." If you get that wrong, you're out. That's how it works. If you're if you make a two or three really bad choices, you get fired. Yeah, your whole, your job is yeah. to be the general manager yeah. of the team. It's to pick the right guy. And if you're not picking the right guy, they're gonna find somebody else to do it. So you can't just well, if I pick Tua and I'm wrong, I'm gonna get fired. This is well, topical you're gonna for, get fired either way if you're wrong. Topical for last night, but how long do you think the general manager of the Portland Trailblazers lasted after? Drafting Bowie. Good question. Was so Bowie, we? was he good? Well, no, good. they explained it last night. The Modern reason that they, they yeah. didn't do it <laughs> was because they had Clyde. So they didn't need another uh, another but, player but, at that position. But but see, that's the thing that the GMs have to get involved in. Is like, who's the best player on the board and who's the best available and who whatever. So you have to look at your roster. And for the for the Trailblazers, it's like, we have a 6'6 playmaker. Star. Yeah. We have a star. Hall of Famer. Drexler's yeah, the yeah. real deal. Yeah. So why, I love Drexler. So why would we draft a guy that's going to play his position? You know, and then then all of a sudden you're pushing one of these guys into an outside position that they're not comfortable with, and there lies you you could you know ruin this guy's career or give him a bad rap. You take you take the guy that fits your system and for what you need. Why can't people be geniuses like David Kahn when he drafted Johnny Flynn and Rubio in the same draft <laughs> right. and said they can both play point guard? Right. Well, I think yeah. he thought there was going to be two basketballs, like yeah. they were going to do rock and jock basketball with the Timberwolves. A lot of odd man front zones. Who knows? Yeah. We'll break it all down Thursday morning. You're going to do the mock draft with us Thursday morning and the uh, giant draft co- uh, coverage Thursday night right here on The Fan. See you Thursday. See you guys. Thanks for playing. Hi. Thank you, man. Power trip back tomorrow, 539. Paul Allen is next. Everybody have a wonderful day. And we'll see you tomorrow. KFAN Total. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.